0: Listening to the Gamecaster, GameCaster, GameCasters.
1: gamecasters. <laughs> Natalie, Jeff and Ryan are the gamecasters, and they do
0: board game show inboxes and nooks of games and top five lists and sometimes there's fart jokes. Welcome back, welcome back, and welcome back to episode 92 of the GameCasters podcast, a show that you'd think would get more refined and professional with age, but nope, the maturity of the show is inverse to the episode number, like some Benjamin Button of responsibility. If you've listened to the show from episode one, you'll see that we began talking about topics such as how winning impacts enjoyment for games, and how expansions for games can sometimes negatively influence your desire to play, and then eventually flowered into stories about stomping feces down a shower drain with your foot, or urinating into iced tea bottles in a pinch, or farting up the stairs to slightly reduce the strain on your leg how did we get there
1: (laughs) what happened this
0: is a classy show (laughs) at some point we took a turn yeah Yeah. do you guys remember the story i told way back about how i sometimes urinate into iced tea bottles in a pinch yeah i I how can i forget well it's now time for the next installment of ryan tells a story he should probably be embarrassed of and ashamed of but tells it as if he's proud for some reason
2: do i know this story no in this episode
0: nope i'm going to tell the story that (laughs) happened just the other day As most of you know by now, if you're a regular listener, Natalie and I have been doing the Optavia Weight Loss Program, which we (laughs) first heard about from Jeff and Devin. This program is pretty intense and drastic and really changes and shapes the way you eat. Most of it's centered around this prepackaged food they send you called fuelings. For me, most of the fuelings I eat are these protein bars. I find that they taste the best uh, and are just super easy to grab, so there's no thought or preparation necessary. Well, a couple days ago... (laughs) I was eating the peanut butter crunch bar, okay. which is one of my favorites. I like that one. It's yeah. a good one. And after it was over, I was still really hungry. But you can't eat for like a couple hours after you eat one of those right. things. Uh, <laughs> so I looked down and I noticed the wrapper still had some peanut butter residue on the inside. So I pick it up and I began to lick. Okay. All right.
3: Yeah. Only It's, it's all part of the fueling.
0: It's part of the fueling. That's it what was, I say.
3: It was on the wrapper. This is the 110 yeah. calorie That's part fueling. of the, <laughs> That's part of it. Thank you point. for
0: this. Okay. Only it's really sticky. <laughs> So I have to to lick it, like, super vigorously. (laughs) So I start licking. After a bit of time, I realize there's still some stuck in the cracks of the wrapper. Part of the fueling. Part of the fueling. So I undo the entire wrapper like I'm prepping it for surgery. And now it's just, like, this flat rectangle, you know? And boy, am I
1: excited. Oh, my God. Look at
0: all the little bits of peanut butter that most idiots don't get that are now all mine. (laughs) Yeah. So there I am, licking the inside of this wrapper, which felt completely normal until... I caught a glimpse of myself in my darkened computer monitor, and I looked like a raccoon tearing into a garbage can. It's not good. (laughs) (laughs) So I was instantly ashamed for a couple reasons. One, I watched myself in the darkened monitor just going to town in this wrapper like I was trying to bring it to orgasm. I probably got more microplastics in my system than peanut butter residue, which was my prize. And two... (laughs) While I was doing this, my work computer monitor shut off, which was how I caught the glimpse of myself in the first place, which meant I had been doing this long <laughs> enough for my computer to fall asleep.
3: I, while it. I yep. was working. Oh my God. Delicious. <laughs> and <laughs> hashtag worth it. And were you full afterwards? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you
2: were slightly more
0: full I was than you would have been. Slightly more full than I would have been. Exactly. I, I am, had at least 0.10 more calories in my system. I'm not yeah.
2: surprised in the slightest.
0: Because I th- those
3: fuelings Sorry now go
2: No I was just gonna say <laughs> just gonna That's the thing Like I always When I like first moved in With Ryan I, It was like A strange discovery
3: He licks everything
2: <laughs> Yeah He'll He's be like eating dinner And then there's like a plate With just some Natalie's residue dogs left. or Ryan <laughs> And he literally picks it up exactly. And like It was like <laughs> like a dog and just licks it. And I'm just like, what is his he doing? Minding, like, plate being licked. Um, okay. You yeah.
0: got. You, look, there's starving people all over the world. <laughs> lick your residue, people. <laughs> lick and then the he'll residue. look at
2: my plate like, you I'll take that. that? <laughs> and he like licks my plate with his tongue. <laughs> what else please. do you
3: lick things with? What would, what
2: would your do mom? You, have don't said? you lick things with, you, you with your tongue? Did you do that?
3: Up? When living at home with your My parents? My mom
0: hated anything that was remotely bad manners. So right. yeah, she wouldn't have only yeah, would exactly in I the asked bedroom. The question. Okay. You couldn't you couldn't sit you couldn't <laughs> you drink <and> drink <laughs> a plate in front of your mom. <laughs> you couldn't drink a drink through a straw and at the end of it slurp your straw. She would flip sure. out. She would. Oh yeah. She hated that so much. She'd be like, She'd be like, What were you raised on a barn like that kind of thing? She'd say, <laughs> you know, like oh. That's what all the that's what all the crazy idiots do, like
3: stuff like that. Those fuelings, those fuelings, I understand. I'll eat those fuelings slowly because I know it's like, all right, this is what I eat for the next three hours. Yeah. So instead of taking like big bites of that protein bar, I'll like take little bites. And yeah, like, tiny Let's little chew bites. Chew it up a hundred times. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I gotta make yeah. it last for a while. The so longer right. you chew, the more full <laughs> you <myself>, get. <laughs> right, you just right. fool yourself into thinking yeah. that you're full or have that you it's also have a while. you tried to eat
0: one of those? I think it's a challenge. You know, like that challenge with the the one chip challenge. That people yeah. would do where they eat this chip and it's like so fucking spicy. The challenge is you eat it without I think without drinking milk or, or oh. something. Or how long yeah. you can go without, you know, dying, yeah. basically. <laughs> and I feel like I could take that challenge with these protein bars. What if you didn't have something to drink? I've choked. Yeah. They're so dry. Dry and they're good. But they're like so yeah, dense. You need to. Yeah. If you don't drink yeah. something, I've choked on one. And yeah. I was like freaking
2: out. <laughs> I never found them to be like dry i guess but more just like there's like a a strange aftertaste sometimes where i'm like i need to get this out of my mouth like it tastes good when you're eating it and then when you're done you're like
1: hmm i don't want my breath (laughs) to smell like this
0: (laughs) yuck (laughs) So anyway, uh, be sure to tune in next time to hear the next encounter of Ryan tells a story he should probably be embarrassed and ashamed of, but tells it as if he's proud for some reason. (laughs) So we've got a great show lined up for you today, I'm sure. That's what I was told by that voice in my head, which I think I might listen to too often. He told me to draw penises in a wedding book, to pee in an iced tea (laughs) bottle, to lick the inside of a protein bar wrapper, to hand over a Tide pen coated with ejaculate to an executive at my company. (laughs) The list really goes on and on. So if you trust that guy, you can also trust that the show is going to be great today. It's up to you. Yay. (laughs) I would like a mural of all the crazy GameCasters shit that's happened over the years. (laughs) If anybody both listens to the show enough to know them all and is a good artist, it would be so great to get a mural with like a kraken tripping, a poop knife, a fart cloud, a basement dwelling neck bearded fuck, (laughs) a freshly thrown (laughs) steak dripping down a closed window and, you know, things like that. If not a mural, then a quilt. Janelle Ooh. could do that. Oh yeah. Janelle, she could like. Sew if you're listening it. to this,
3: get started. It's our legacy. Start People quilting. will
0: remember us one way or another. Start quilting.
3: <laughs> is, that, is that the right word? Is that the right I quilting? quilting. So. Yeah, you're a quilter. <laughs> okay. Okay. Quilt is that the right, is a verb? Would that be a verb?
2: Quilting? quilting. I don't know yeah that's the quilting. Oh you're, Actually, quil- you're quilting be. me. Oh,
3: oh quilt, get, quilt harder. Oh, you're quilting me. Quilt longer. Oh,
2: my <laughs> oh, oh, I'm being quilted. Oh, oh, I mean halt. Oh, you're quilting so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, halt, halt. Ryan told me <laughs> I say ingress. Ryan told me I say stop to him too happened. much. So that's I, not what
0: happened. That's I, not what happened. I, so I was like, <laughs> no, 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 let, let's tell the real story. So I was like, I'm just going to start saying halt. That's not what happened. She couldn't talk because her. Okay. No snow no it wasn't snow. it wasn't <laughs> snow <laughs> it was a snowball but <laughs> no okay so she the kids were fighting and whenever the kids fight it's really just cameron fucking with lexi and lexi yelling
2: stop it's like yeah. all we hear stop And so natalie
0: says that to me all the time too i'll like acts, i'll like mess with her and she's like stop so she messed with me today and she's like god i hate it so much when lexi says stop and i'm like yeah it sucks when people say that and so then she got mad
2: so I was like, I'll just start saying halt. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll say halt. Cease your ingress. <laughs> so what's up with you guys, boy? So we're recording Ooh, later than normal. We are not, this in is the, in the, not in the time of the day, but in the Yeah, in the week, time of the, day. the week of the day. Oh, both day of the week, both though. the week of the Wednesday, Tuesday. The Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah, it's both though. We are That's recording true. also later On a in the Tuesday day. Tuesday, and the reason is because I've had a long week before this. That's putting it mild. Should I tell? Yeah. Should I go into the story now? Do you want to say anything? Do you want me to tell my story? Tell your story. Okay, so we are on summer break, finally. Mm. But a couple weeks ago, we were not on summer break. (laughs) And uh, the last week of school, if you've ever been to a high school, is finals week, right? Okay. So they're half days. Kids take finals, and then they go home on a half day. And I missed the last couple days of finals week and the last couple days of school. And Devin missed the last day of school. I didn't know that part. She missed the last two days of school. I missed the last, like, day and a half um, because... We had an incident. We had an event. Event. An event with our daughter, Millie, who is just now three months old. Three, I was going to say, two and, three months. Uh, so on, on what, th- it would be like Thursday, really, really late, a uh, really, really early morning on Thursday, like 2 a.m. Um, we kind of thought our daughter, Millie, was sort of like coughing and breathing heavy and that something was going on. Okay. And the day before that, our son, Jack, was, uh, he went to the, Not the ER, the um,
2: urgent Urgent care. care? He went
3: to urgent care. They said he's got no COVID, but he's probably got this RSV thing, which is this respiratory virus. So he didn't take a COVID test. How did he do with that? He was annoyed. Uh, Devin took him, but yeah, he did not like it. Yeah. Um, obviously because yeah, no one likes it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so they gave him like a little steroid and some cough medicine, and they were like, "Kids shake this off pretty easily." So then the following morning at 2 a.m., we're like, "Okay, something's wrong with Millie. Let's." go to the ER because at 2 a.m. that's where you go mm-hmm. so we drove to Ann Arbor which you don't know where that is but it's, um, <laughs> it's about 30 minutes I was from like our about house. a half hour so away got, yeah. yeah we got into our car drove 30 minutes and uh checked in at the ER and it's just like they thankfully have like a children's ER so we oh, were just nice. with oh, like we were cool. with kids who were also coughing and having problems it wasn't like you know gunshot wound stab wound Ooh, car yeah. accident which that's like the big ER um so this one's just for kids and so we go in there, they swab Millie's nose for they swab it with two of the little swabby things, right? One for COVID and one for RSV. So, Did you tell
0: them that Jack was had just yeah, had RSV? Yeah, so
3: they knew they knew that. So both of those tests came back positive. Jeez. So she had RSV, which if you don't know what RSV is, it's like this respiratory virus. Think of like bronchitis in adults. Um where it basically just affects, it's a virus in her lungs that affects how you breathe. She <laughs> had that and COVID. And COVID. That's insane. So she and she's that? three
2: Earth. months old. How did yeah. that even happen? I know.
3: So, and then what's crazy is she tested positive for COVID. None of us have COVID. Jack just took a test the day before and didn't have COVID. Yeah. None of us. We all done tested and didn't have it. And yeah, it sucks. I thought she was like, I thought she was like super. Yeah,
1: because. And yeah, she so Devin had, had right? COVID Devin had while she, she was, was preg- pregnant yeah. yeah so what we find out amazing. later
3: so later in this process they do this test that actually ages the virus of COVID to see when she would have had it um, or when she would have like how old the virus is oh, essentially okay. which is kind of a cool test that's really cool um, they found out that COVID has probably been in her system for a couple weeks mm-hmm. Wow. so the covid was old so the covid was on so
0: its way out the
2: so covid wasn't was really on affecting its way her out too much right. really
3: but that also means that she's had covid in her house did for two weeks. did the covid turn into rsv probably not okay um okay. the covid probably caused her like a tiny cough which would have been like nothing for her right you wouldn't have blinked you wouldn't have like we didn't take her it's not like we took her anywhere you didn't right. notice. Not, like, yeah you wouldn't have noticed so that probably would would, would go into the fact she's immunized or something. Yeah. There's something where antibodies are working in her. that kind of fought this COVID off pretty yeah. well. It's the RSV that's the big problem in babies. So we went at 2 a.m. and we went there and they said, listen, she's breathing okay. She's getting oxygen. Go home, monitor or whatever. So we then went home. I went to school for the rest of the day Thursday, came back Thursday and um, she was getting worse. So she was started to basically have this like what they call like retracted breathing. So it's almost like you're breathing from up by like your collarbone and then up underneath like your breastplate sort of so you're basically struggling to breathe okay. so you can kind of see that so we kind of like lift her shirt up and you can see sort of like under her breastbone it's kind of like lifting up and that's like one of the signs of she struggling she's in to the get, Okay. yeah, yeah to so get devin is like i think we have to go back and i was like all right well pack pack up let's yeah, go yeah right i'm not going to argue with you so let's really? yeah, yeah. go yeah. we call you know she's Mimi over and we're like let's go back so we drive 30 minutes back to the er and we were like, we were just here. Please don't swab us again. She has RSV. She has COVID. Don't swab her again. Yeah. Um, which they didn't, thankfully. And so they went in. Did and you have to wait in the long line at the ER again? No, they they brought her in very quick after that. Um, the, the first one, we were there for a while. The second one, we went right back into a room, and they checked her oxygen level. And her oxygen, so it's like, they call it like saturation, the sat yep. level, mm-hmm. the oxygen the oxygen saturation level, was at like 80%. Oh, when they, it needs to be like 98, like, right? It needs to be like, yeah, between 95 and 100 is right. like where we are and 80% is very low. So they immediately were like, we got to send her somewhere. So they went from there into one of the ER rooms. And that ER room is then connected to all the ER rooms. So there was like, this kid next door was getting like stitches in her, his face, right? So oh. there was like a lot of other stuff and she's trying to breathe. So 80% is bad. Um, they put this, while well, in the ER room, they put it's this sort mines. of like nasal breather in, you know, um, it would like go over her ear. It's like a tube. yeah. And then a yep. the tube just sticks up her yep. nose. and yeah. then yep. Yep. Pumps that, in oxygen, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's sort of like smaller assisted breathing that would be like the first level yeah. um that helped like her sat level that oxygen level a little bit and then um i went home to basically go all right i'm gonna go home um be, be with jack, with jack yeah. and then go to go to work in the morning um and then um, she go got moved before. i know so I ended up oh, going to work for up. about five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then everybody at work was like, go home. Because yeah, Devin told me to go to work. Okay, let's just get yeah. it that way. Devin was yeah. like, you need to go into work. You can't do anything here. Go into work. Get your stuff done. Yep. Yeah. And then I went into work, and I was like, I'm leaving. Um, yeah, for sure. Because overnight, she got moved from the ER rooms to the the PICU, which is the pediatric ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, and they put this gigantic, like, breathing mask on her. They called it, like, the scuba mask, which basically, it, I've sent you guys pictures, it covered yep. her entire face from forehead, top of forehead hairline to her chin. It was, like, this huge thing right. that sort of, like, suctioned on her face, which basically put, basically was pushing air Forcing into her lungs into instead, her. instead of just the small amount of air that was just coming out. Damn, of so the,
0: I wonder how uncomfortable that must have been for her. Because now you're not, miserable.
3: like, breathing on your own. This thing's breathing for right. you. Yeah, this thing's and pushing. there's,
0: there's and you're something just like, on your face ah, at all like, this I time. I know, it amazing.
3: sucks. So it, it was basically pushing an air into her airways to open it up so she was getting enough right. oxygen. So yeah. when the mask was on her face, she was getting the 95, 99, 100% good. oxygen, and that was good. Um, every few days, not every, not every few days, every few hours, nurses would come in, they would lift that mask off. They took this, like, little thing called a percussor, and they would, like, Hit her in the chest, right? They like patted her chest and her back to like loosen up all the gunk oh, inside of stuff, her, and yeah. then they would stick this tube up her nose and suck all the mucus. Oh, I'm and sure stuff she fucking off. love that. And horrible. then they stick it down her throat and suck all the stuff out of there, and then they'd stick the mask back on Jeez. because she couldn't breathe without the mask. Yeah. So there were moments in the first two days where she her Damn. sat level was dropping to like 60. So they as they took the mask off, they had to keep the oxygen like right by her face, so she was getting the oxygen. Yeah. They didn't tell us that until later that she would drop that low. They kind of were like. She'll get better, we'll just, but we yeah, don't want to like, let yeah, them know yeah. that. <laughs> um, so they would do that every every few hours, and she was in that mass for like four days. So we were there like day after day. Mm-hmm. And then every day she got a little better. Um, the first two days were really rough, um, but every day she got a little better, and they would tell us like she's doing good. The cough is productive, right? They would talk yeah. about her coughing. Every day her cry got a little louder, which is like... Yeah, she's getting air It's through. so sad, but she's crying louder. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. that's good, right. and she's just so miserable. They put her on like... Um, this sedative to kind of calm her down. A day like four or so, four or five, they put in a feeding tube because she hadn't eaten for three or four days. So they put in a feeding tube and they were worried about the feeding tube because (laughs) the feeding tube causes like, because it's in the mask and going out of the mask, it's causing this little gap, gap, right? So they were worried about that. And all this stuff was happening to avoid doing intubation and putting her on Oh, a ventilator. that and is intubation God. is like the worst. That would have been miserable. And yeah. we found out this hospital in Ann Arbor, um if you don't know which you might not, is one of the best hospitals in the country. It's yeah. by far the best one in the state. There's like Detroit and here are one of the, Ann Arbor are one of the best hospitals to go to. And they were like other hospitals don't have this scuba mask, so they would have went right to intubation if we oh. went somewhere else. Oh my so gosh. thankfully we didn't have yeah. to do that and get the um, fucking scuba mask. I know. It's everybody? Like, they have
0: it for know, some adults, babies? but yeah. for baby, I
3: know. Intubating these child, you know, that's, like, so hard on your body. Ugh. Yeah. So, on day five, I know this is a long story, but I just want to tell everybody. So, on day five, they went from big scuba masks to smaller, just, like, one over the nose. That was the mm-hmm. picture of the giraffe I sent you, which yeah. should have totally been an elephant. We talked it totally about. Yeah. should have been an elephant. So, it's, yeah, it basically just went over her nose. So, we got to, like, start to, like, see so her face. So, it was a smaller. Um, and like actually like she got look to at her you. and she got to see us yeah. because his face mask just fogged up instantly and she was just crying. Ugh. So she seemed a little happier with just this face mask on. And then the following <coughs> day, day six, they, she started to feel a little better. And they, they were like, we're just going to take this off and sit here and monitor for a little bit and then see how she does. And it seemed like this thing went away just as fast as it got bad. Because yeah. it got bad from two in the morning until two in the afternoon. And it didn't seem yeah. like, from
0: all the updates that we were like, because we were talking to you the whole time, it, it it seemed like, it's the same, it's
3: the same, for the same, the same. And also days. it was like, home. coming home. oh, first four right. or five, I, I was taking pictures of her every day. And I'm like, I'm, I want to take pictures of her because I want to like document, maybe, this, document yeah. this. And every picture for the first four or five days was exactly the same. Right. It was her in a scuba mask. She had IVs in both arms looking she, terrifying yeah she just like it was like a scary picture to yeah. take yeah. and you know occasionally we got to hold her like day three four i got to hold her with the scuba mask on yeah. she didn't know i was there but right, you know holding her still yeah, but something she might for she me. might know well she yeah. might know she, right. that, you know right. her dad um, is holding her she, she might
0: feel guys, that yeah, yeah so
3: that was that was cool in that day but it was it didn't seem like it was getting drastically better mm-hmm. and then it got better and then she spent a day in the hospital with no mask on. They took the feeding tube out and then they reintroduced the bottle because they're worried about that. And she did great with that. And then they came in on day six or seven or whatever it was. And they were like, we're going to start paperwork and you guys Get can the go home. out of here. Yeah. So then there's just... Tank. I know. I know. So Get we were there for six nights. You know, we have some checkups with like a cardiologist later because with this COVID and RSV, it caused her heart rate to go up a little bit. So they want her to check with this cardiologist. Mm. Um, she... Yep. She had just a checkup afterwards just for that kind of thing. So we have a little bit of a little bit of stuff in front of us, but we're glad to be home. But most and of it's I, behind you. Yeah, yeah. I swear we came home and she was like even happier than Hallelujah. she's ever been. She's like the happiest little baby. So we're just like so thankful to like start our summer, to be back yeah, home with what a her. Scary experience. And um, our son Jack still goes to my mom's during the day. So we kind of have like the last few days we've had time just with her, yeah. which has been great. Um, but man, it was not that's terrifying. It was yeah, it was terrifying for right. a week. Like like, I was just very scared. stops. Yeah, and we're <laughs> and we're also juggling having the almost three year old, and so, you know, I'll I'll wake up in the morning with Jack, and then I put take Jack to a grandparents house, and then I drive out to Ann Arbor until, you know, after dinner time, and then Devin gets in the car and she drives back to
2: mm-hmm. take care of
3: Jack for that night, and we're just like switching, yeah. and it just is miserable, and no one's getting good sleep anywhere right. so it just sucked right. and you're stressed out yeah. and she's stressed out right. so that's why the podcast. well i'm glad is it's late. all over yeah. man yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's why the um, podcast is like. yeah that was i'm, I'm if glad there's I ever a good reason for the podcast yeah, and really, father's that. day
2: and i was out of town yeah. all kinds of stuff it wasn't just you oh uh,
3: yeah okay, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, home, yeah you were not you
2: know for a while trip. before the...
3: yeah for a few more days so that's we are
0: very happy to to hear that she's 100 better because it was scary i mean I, I can't imagine how you guys were feeling, and you're sending us updates. We're talking to you, like, every day. How's Millie? What's the Millie update? Yeah. And it, I'm telling
3: you, I was like, to Natalie, I was just like, this is the scariest it's, fucking thing yeah, ever. This is, like, so scary. scary. And you you dealt with it with your youngest of just... Yep. She was in the NICU for... 45 days. Yeah, that's a long yeah. time.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. But it was the same kind of thing. It was just like, okay, I'll go there. Mom comes home of the kids. We swap. We go back and forth yeah. over and over. And, and if you've ever had... She's just in an incubator. You yeah. can't really... You ever had a kid in the
3: NICU even just for a day? You know that it just sucks. Just yeah, yeah, right. It fucking yeah. So, it's fucking yeah, awful. So, fucking awful. Well, again, thank it's goodness it's a, that's a, yeah, over. Right, you're through it. It's She's behind you. Now. That is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Natalie, what do you got? Tell us a happy trip you went on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went on a girls' trip this last weekend with Emily from Date Night Dice and Sam, Miss French Toast. We all met up. Um, in Manistee, Michigan, and
0: where is Manistee, Michigan? It's
2: on the west side of the state. Manatee. No, show me on your hand. Yeah, oh, yeah. manatee oh, right? It's like right here. Okay, Natalie is, is pointing
3: the- right at the base of the pinky. Okay, yep, yeah. and also the wrong hand. Okay, that's better. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Like here. Okay, the base of the pinky. Okay, got um, it. Um, so it's on Lake Michigan.
2: Yeah, it's on Lake okay. Michigan. We stayed at an Airbnb and we just wanted to, you know, get away and have a girls' weekend. Just hang out, just right. us. Fight, just literally so, being your underwear, yeah. constantly. It was really fun. We had a good time, and um, I bet. we went to an what alpaca to farm, which team? was the highlight of the trip. <laughs> we got to uh, screw <laughs> the company Al- alpaca farm. Yeah, that's so we were funny. All you like...
0: were, there was no way you could knock Natalie out of the great mood she was <laughs> in the day
3: she left for this trip <laughs> because of this alpaca farm. All
2: three of us, we had like a group chat, and we were just like, "That's our Number one thing we have to
3: do. <laughs> First of all, I was like, you had a group chat while you were with each other at the alpaca farm. Why not
2: like, you guys just talk we to each Are you it? guys having
3: a good time? I'm having a great I time. I think I told
2: them I was like, I found an alpaca farm there. They're both like, yes, we're doing that. 100%.
0: <laughs> Emily took a video that she posted. It was a video, and she's just like, it was a video of the alpaca, and then she turns it to look at natalie and natalie's face she's just like, like she's just like
1: look <laughs> at his
2: face <laughs> I don't I saw that video. oh yeah um so, yeah it was really so funny. yeah we went to an alpaca farm we went uh, to like a cider winery tasting place we went out to eat we went mm. to the beach which was like beautiful <laughs> <Not that kind>. <laughs> Oh, right <laughs> don't worry well. about it <laughs> and then you we, played, we, we, out. we yeah. played a few games because you know we're all
0: yeah you're gamer girl girls. Gamers.
2: Um, yeah we just had a really fun weekend together hanging out and the cool thing is like 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 i've hung out with sam once before we hang out with emily a lot but you know with our husbands and our families and stuff but like the three of us hung out together for the first time yeah and we're all like really really similar like our personality and
0: literally they are literally all exactly the same height. yeah we
2: figured out (laughs) we were all the same height um (laughs) Right. Sam, back to back No you stand right. back to no, back
0: No we did it's like, it. what, it's like what me and you found out we were the same length yeah. <laughs> Oh
2: my god Well there was one day Like at dinner We were like I don't know how it came up, but we asked Sam how tall she was. And she's like, I'm 5'2". And we're like, what? I thought you were taller. And she's like, no. And we're like, we're 5'2". And so when we got there. back to the house, I made mean, oh Emily. Five two crew. Oh, my God.
0: We're the 5'2 crew. I mean, crew. Emily and her two, stand back to two. back. <laughs> and they were like
2: the exact same height, which pretty much means they're the exact same height Right.
0: <laughs> Take off your pants. Let's double check.
2: Yeah. It was I'm really not, fun. Yeah, yeah. She's
0: like, yeah. yeah. Stop.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. See, Do you see, me?
0: you <laughs> this don't is, say halt. But this you is, gotta halt me, woman. Halt. <laughs> um, You're 5'2", take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Prove
2: it. <laughs> you don't even care that about sounds really fun. Weekend. I
0: care. I thought it. I'm so happy for you. I'm it was so really fun. We
2: all got along amazingly. We There was like zero drama. We all are, were just like, I don't know, I just felt like we were so similar. It was just yeah. like so easy and fun the whole time. That's and very cool. Yeah, it was awesome
0: so do you have plans to go somewhere else
2: Mm-mm. um not currently i mean no not currently but i totally i'm sure they have five two crews
0: gotta do something else yeah, yeah, yeah. So, crew. <laughs> what games did, you, did the five two crew play
2: uh we played the game <laughs> okay and we played scout Ooh, okay and scout, we scout. played project <gasps> l up. okay i think for that,
0: for is that all we yeah.
2: played okay Sweet. That might be all we played. <laughs> it was really funny. I was like getting out the directions for like Scout, and I was like, "FYI, I'm no Ryan James, so like, be no nice idea. to I me." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This I was game. like, I was like, you guys. What happens to me is I walk into the basement and there's a game on the table and it gets explained to me. I'm really spoiled. So I'm like, I'm not even used to like opening the box and setting it up. You
0: Has know? Devin like, ever learned a game to teach it to you before? No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no.
1: Right.
2: No. I was like, oh, I was like fumbling around like, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> Those are the two most <laughs> <low laughs> intimidated people on <laughs> the planet, yeah. too, I, I can see. Yeah, they don't care. Right.
0: Like, God <laughs> damn it. Well, uh, the
3: trip was great, except Natalie just can't explain. She just it. cannot yeah.
0: fucking oh. say the game right. <laughs> She'll call it Project M. <laughs> yeah. So which one was the most fun of those three games that you played, do you think?
2: Um I don't know. Maybe the game. <laughs> okay. Maybe cool. the game.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, like I know I know that they like the game a lot. Or yeah. Emily and Ben
3: like the game. Yeah, a
2: lot. yeah. I think Sam liked it a lot too. We played Emily's version that she got from you, Jeff.
3: Oh yeah. Sweet. That was beautiful. <laughs> it is us. That's the Chai Moria. Yeah, version. that's the way better the prettier yeah. version. We played, the did, like, other one makes no sense. sense. Why? And, like, I don't know, just I understand. darkness. I don't know. So just that. make it pretty. Yeah. cards. And then, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, that was Very my cool. my weekend, my news.
3: I got some shows. Just got some stuff. What do you got? got? shows. Okay. okay. Okay, we're watching The Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Lincoln Logs. Isn't that Lincoln, a Log Log lawyer. Movie? Lincoln Log and Lawyer. Yeah, it is a movie. Now it's a show.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, oh. it was a movie. So it's Lincoln while he was a lawyer? I believe. It's Abraham Lincoln's lawyer. The lawyer of Abraham Lincoln. When he, well, was after in he was the drug assassinated, charge Oh. And then they're charging John Wilkes. That's really? F- that is not the movie okay. at all. No, I was no. like, oh. I not did not all. think that was the movie. No, that is it. <laughs> that is not this show at all. <laughs> The Lincoln lawyer. So this is a guy who's a defense attorney. Okay. So he's a defense attorney and he drives a Lincoln. That's it. I believe it's based <laughs> on a book <Burke> series. <laughs> I was so with yeah. you. No, I know. I'm like, wow. Somebody represented oh, yeah. his. Dead I was like, I saw the movie right? and I do not Put remember being about away. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> At least, like I don't remember. I guess maybe that happened. Yeah. Did I fall asleep? So yeah, it has nothing to do with Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> okay. Uh, which I didn't really know either, but I've heard good things about the show, so I was like, let me check it out. It's a defense lawyer who <laughs> is um, <laughs> taking on these like cases. Uh, one of his friends dies and gives him like his entire law firm. It's like oh, right away, right away in the first five minutes of the thing. So I'm not spoiling anything. But so then he, this guy, <laughs> who's this great defense attorney, kind of is taking on these cases. He has this big case. So do they show?
0: It's cool. I love lawyer shows when like one lawyer is like, you can't handle the truth. And it's like, oh, wow. There's or, like, there's My awesome, cousin Vinny has like, like awesome sweet scenes in this. Scenes. There's also
3: like this kind of episode on like where they're like selecting the jury which is kind of a cool thing mm-hmm. that's cool so this guy is very very good at his job um but he's a defense attorney right so a lot of the shows like law and order and cs they're all the you're trying to put the bad guy away and he's yeah, not necessarily it's more, like
2: it's more about the detectives and yeah right? he
3: is he's working the the, the, the the system in a defense way so n- not necessarily like his people aren't yeah like, it's these crazy like murders that he's Justin, trying to like right he's not trying to like get these terrible murderers off death row, but he's, he's working trying to file the,
0: subpoenas. And- yeah.
3: So he's working within the system to get, People off of like Gross. parole and stuff like that. Just get them off. Yeah, that's, the <laughs> <laughs> Got that's to a Lincoln that. log part. That's Did a you log say log. Abe Lincoln? Abe <laughs> <Yeah, hey> Lincoln. <laughs> so, so that was that's really good so far. Okay, so you the like, Lincoln lawyer. Oh, yeah, the nice. Lincoln, Lincoln log lawyer. Yeah, Lincoln And then I watched this thing in the hospital called Our Father on Netflix. Oh, I saw. I saw it disgusting. on like the thing. <gasps> <gasps> really? Okay, so it's a oh, documentary wait. you couldn't look away from. all
2: I, right Linda Petrella, a woman Linda Petrella, her son is in there. made that. Movie he made what? it he, or that documentary, yeah.
0: His name's Ryan, right? No. Ryan Petrella Ryan, is his name. Ryan.
2: I don't Jose know what his name Petrella. is, but he was somehow m- helped make that or no made that shit. or whatever. He was yeah. one of
3: the kids in this thing. You know? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no so he works behind the scenes. This thing is yeah. This, he, he's, like a, this, he, he's like a. You, I wanted to turn it off ten times, but you couldn't look. You away couldn't look it. away. Okay, so it's oh, this it's guy, this like dirty fuck of an old man. <laughs> okay, up. works okay. at this fertility clinic. Yep in right around indianapolis okay is a true story yes Yes. it's a documentary like the people and so as these women come into these fertility clinics and these families come into these fertility clinics they're like okay we need a sperm donor or we're gonna use the husband's sperm and you know do the process right and Mm -hmm. this guy instead of doing all that used his sperm over and over and over and over again so he would go into another room he would jack off and then he would put his sperm in the woman
0: oh not with him there
3: nope so then, as this show goes on, you start to find out like, oh, this is this is a uh, uh, half sibling number five. This right. is half sibling number fifteen. They all live in like a small area. This is area half sibling too. number seventy. This is a hundred. This there is a hundred people with his DNA. With his, his, he is the father of, and probably more that have not figured out that that's their dad. Right. So when it all started to come unraveled, when with th- there was this like the twenty three and Me or the the DNA yeah. testing. Yep. Where you'd go on and you test your then DNA they'd and they tell matches. you like you're from this part of the world and yeah. blah 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 and then they'd be like oh you have thirty step siblings and you're like what the fuck right and you look at it and it's the same group of people and then this person this woman who was kind of like at the forefront of this charge to like try to like get this guy put away and all this kind of stuff would message these people and be like I know this is weird please call me and we'll kind of how walk old her are the it. kids at this point they're right now they're in their like. 30s 40s so
0: they could have been fucking each other in
3: unknown yeah exactly. um that yeah so a lot of them were like i don't know who i can date and who i can't date right it is fucking disgusting and wow this guy is like there's there's no law against this there is now but, oh but okay. nothing happened okay, okay. like this dude is just like kept doing that so he could kind of spoil the documentary but it's a he didn't story, get in so yeah, trouble figure it out <laughs> he couldn't get in trouble for like nope it seems like fraud. It seems like a lot of things. Seem yeah, fraud. So what they try to do is they tried to get him essentially for fraud of like obstruction of justice. Yeah, right? like somebody, somebody was trying it. to right. so they tried to for that, and they were like, "Well, jail cells are kind of full, so too bad." Here's a five hundred dollars fine. And he just, he's, he's just living his life. Oh my gosh, it's disgusting, and you couldn't look away from it. Yeah, so if you want something disgusting. really disturbing to watch, I didn't watch it, but I know
2: the story. Um,
3: yeah, it's nasty. Our father. Our yeah. father. Holy shit. Okay, and then shit. last thing that I saw that I want to talk about. Yeah. As we just make this a two hour show of uh, it. Ben and it. I went to the movies for the first time in a long time. Awesome. When we saw Top Gun. I heard oh, it's great. Did you? It's great. I heard it's great. Oh, cool. Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's it's, great. If you like Top Gun, you will love this new one. Like it's just it feels like that cool action 80s Is it a movie. remake of it? Is no. it just like a complete So it's a continuation. So okay. Maverick, Tom Tom Cruise is still in it. Okay. And it centers around Oh so there's um, no Iceman still? Mm. Well, oh, well, right. Val Kilmer's in it. You can look up the, uh, that list. Val Kilmer is in it. he Who's really? Yeah. So Val Kilmer's wow. in it. But the the movie surrounds Tom Cruise, Maverick, and Goose's son. That's How is Val that's Kilmer the, even able to do anything. He's is, isn't fucked he, up.
2: Yeah, is he kind of messed up?
3: Yeah. No, he's not kind of messed up. Well, he's, he that I'll, I'll let you see the movie. I don't even yeah, think he can speak. I'll let you see the movie. Oh wow! But yeah, there's. Yeah. there's that, has, that comes up a lot. Like bit. his voice, Just, but, um, um,
2: Side note: Michael Petrella, and he's the producer of our. Father. That's cool. So I said
3: traps. yeah, bluejabs. traps. Yeah, <laughs> <chefs>. um, <laughs> but they, yeah. So, it, um, that's awesome. if you've never seen the first Top Gun, it's forty years old at this point. Yeah. Goose dies. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, Spoiler mm-hmm. So what are you um, it this takes place with Tom Cruise Maverick, and then uh, Goose's son is like they're they're the two yeah. kind of main characters of the thing, but it feels like that kind Of yeah, 80s action, po- like it just has oh, that. Cool. There's some cool callbacks of like certain shots and scenes and music that was like in the yeah. original, but you don't have to have seen the original. Devin hasn't seen the original Top Gun, and then okay. she went and she was like, That was that was great, awesome. She like loved it oh, and cool. never saw the first Top Gun. Oh, nice! So, no, no, I don't so see it. it was, I, I've heard it's great, and yeah, it's I've awesome it's to great. see in theater. That's a theater movie, right? You want yeah, the sound, totally. you want the yeah, you got there's big a lot of like, and shit going on. Not like first person, but it's like third, you're like staring at the person's face while they're flying around. You want to see that, like in big in theaters
2: screen. up front yeah. so
0: that was really cool that... on the bs let's go see it on yeah. the
2: bs
3: yeah the big screen
2: well ryan saw everything everywhere all at once for the fourth time five
3: fifth time you've seen five times how many times by yourself all of them no just one. wait
2: should oh. we tell him about
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> dang it well that just makes me look stupid
2: <laughs> so he had planned to go see it in the theater with our brother-in-law kyle for the fourth time okay and like the day before it came out it on came Amazon out Prime like where you could buy oh. it on Amazon so Prime, and we were like working <laughs> and I it. like came downstairs to like throw some laundry in the washer and you know this, the washer is like at the top of the stairs of the basement and so I, I at the top of the stairs and I just hear this like really loud <laughs> like is like he was watching tv or something and it was really loud and I was like that's not doesn't normally happen yeah. in the middle of the work day and so and then as soon as I heard that like As soon as I walked down, I heard that all of a sudden it just stops. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, he totally heard me and, and yeah, paused whatever totally he was pause, doing. Pause. I'm and, working, click, yep, click, click, yes, totally. click, emails, <laughs>
3: emails, so spreadsheets.
2: I, I yelled down, I'm like, I'm like, what's going on down there? And he was like, nothing. And I'm like, and I was like, that sounds suspicious. So I yeah. ran as fast as I could <laughs> to catch down me. the steps. And he's like, laying on the couch in a blanket, watching everything ever all at once. And I was like, well, are you serious? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's seen right, five, five times. times. Well, maybe five I'll times. buy it on Prime now and I'll watch it. <laughs> you have to. All right. I re- Sam is seeing it right now, Miss French Toast. She is? Yeah, she texted me. She's like, Is that
2: why she didn't text me? Back? She's
0: like, Girl, guess what? She calls me girl. She's like, Guess what, girl? And I'm like, What? And she's like, I'm going to see it tonight. I'm like, It's. Cool. Does she take she's your brother? Like, yes. I didn't ask her. I oh. didn't care. I was just I excited. Care. Well, I mean, that's cool for her. I yeah, just cared I that care. she was seeing it, and I was like, the minute you get out of that fucking theater, you better text me. I was like, I will be recording the podcast. We'll take so a break. just wait. <laughs>
1: yeah. we'll grab it. Yeah, I'll we'll get grab back that. to you later. Yeah, I think you
0: should. I think you should I at will. least I'll rent it. it. Yeah, yeah, because um, it. it's, again, it's one of those movies everybody has to see. But it's cool. You like Top Gun? Yeah, yeah. I've heard it's great. I, yeah, I, I think we should go see it. I think we should go see it. Yeah, we've been see seeing it. movies lately because we, we I mean, we saw Everything Everywhere All at Once, but then we saw Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then oh. I saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay, we, we saw a a doctor, the Doctor the
2: Doctor Strange and then one, and then we saw too. Doctor Strange, and yeah. then
0: I went and saw a movie called Everything Everywhere
2: All. <laughs> oh I think I've heard of that one. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. you've been going to the People movies like a
0: yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah, but that's cool. Seeing the same
2: yeah. movie. I, I'm glad. I really want to. I want
0: to see that because I heard you're you're the second person that said it was great. The other person was Ken. From Dayton and Dice, okay. Oh, okay. I listened. Yeah. To the, they, he said, mentioned that on their podcast. Yeah, it's great. Um, and so I'm happy about that because I lo- the original one is a, it's a yeah, it's it's classic. A good movie. Yeah, at this point. Did you want to mention anything about?
3: Um, oh a yeah, potential. We have um, thing happening, a giveaway happening soon, because our Facebook group, which is relaunched for re-launched. the third time, um, and we You're finally had someone post something that wasn't me. <laughs> for the yeah! first which is what you time. asked for. It was Peter. Said something about like, "Hey, where are we selling games? How are you kind of getting yeah, rid of games or question. moving games?" And I was like, "Thank you, there Peter, you go, for Peter." Saying and then Peter got put in Facebook jail for thirty days. <laughs> he did. Uh, what? Why? Because Peter's got a potty mouth and he yeah. he likes to he likes to stir it up with like, people. Not on related Facebook. to
2: Gamecaster. No, no.
3: Oh, oh, okay. sc- we don't put
0: him in jail. He's the greatest
3: guy. ever. Yeah, Peter will. He'll get in. He'll get into it a little bit with people on Facebook. Um, I see. I and he got I put in Facebook jail. Oh, so he shit. posted a question and now can't answer. He can't follow <laughs> yeah. up because oh he's locked out of Facebook. Oh, no. We'll screenshot so, it for him. <laughs> yeah. So our Facebook group has finally crossed 100 <laughs> people. Oh, we actually did cross that. <laughs> we crossed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
2: Ando. Yeah. Ando. Brush Ando. Bunny. Brush monkey. Brush nice. monkey
3: is the, the 100th person. So I said when we were getting close to 100 that once we hit 100 we'll do a giveaway. So if you are not in the Facebook group and want to be a part of the giveaway, go over to the Facebook group. They're the Gamecasters join. I'll probably wait like a week
2: mm-hmm. um,
3: to see if either we drop under 100, then no one's getting shit. Uh-huh. Or <laughs> to let some people join, um, listen to the episode, go on and join, and then we'll just do a yeah, giveaway. That sounds great. Um, you can win amazing games that Ryan loves, like Roll Camera, maybe. Favorite one. Or Meadow. Love that. Or um, Lama, Lama Land. <laughs> or Great Lama Land. Ooh, <laughs> just, is fantastic. You can win a actually like box Tuber. of Natalie shitty Don't. games <laughs> for free. Once
0: owned by a podcaster yeah. you sometimes listen to.
3: For free. But I <laughs> someone mentioned, it was John, John Kalinske mentioned, he's like, I think it'd be perfect to give away either The Mind or The Game for The 100. Yeah. Like, oh, a that's idea. a good That's, good that's probably what that's I'll, I'll do. A oh, yeah, good thinking, John. For sure, you'll get a copy of The Mind or the game, depending on which one you have or want. Mm-hmm. And then and then we'll send you other random games that, um, whatever. So we'll do a giveaway. Maybe a couple people will win. So go over to the Facebook page, the Gamecasters, and as long as you're a member in there, you'll be entered to win. Very cool. The giveaway. Awesome.
0: We have been, uh, yeah, Jeff's kind of relaunching it, so a hundred members doesn't sound like a ton. We're not very active. We have not been very we're active not, over there. So. We're primarily mm-hmm. Instagram people and Discord. We do stuff. We don't really do much on Facebook, but it sounds like we're trying to get better. And thank you, Peter,
1: yeah, for, yeah. there are some people who for posting Facebook, some of that. So a lot of people prefer have Facebook. have a presence yeah. when there.
3: someone said something like, hey, is anyone posting here anymore? And I was like, well, not really. Yeah. And then a couple people but were like, this want is want where I go to yeah. find yeah. them. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I'll yeah, do it. So Let's do it. Yeah, we'll get back into a normal routine there. That's awesome.
0: Very cool. Look out for that coming in the next little bit of time very cool so you know kickstarter never really used to get to me or maybe a better way of saying that is i was never swayed by the hot hyped up new game that was on kickstarter every other week people would message me and be like oh man are you gonna back ninja roundhouse groin puncher the stretch goals are gonna (laughs) include a vial for your tears and some hydrocodone and it was super easy for me to be like nah that sounds pretty terrible and stupid you dumb idiot well somewhere (laughs) along the line The Stupid Idiot became contagious, and all I had to do was listen to enough of these idiotic pitches to perform oral on him, and now I'm the Stupid Idiot? I started backing everything with a rule book and a quote from some nobody that said, This may just be the best version of Ninja Roundhouse Groin Puncher yet. Normally, my Kickstarter history was a carefully curated listing of tried-and-trues or expansions to games I already knew I loved, or games that would at least have a chance to get to the table. Then I backed Wonderland's War, a game with a theme I didn't particularly care about, With mechanisms I didn't research, and and that was very high in conflict, which Natalie loves. (laughs) And I went all in. 15 years later, it arrived, and I was pretty mad at myself, right? Wrong. I am a stupid idiot, remember. I was really excited about this game that I still didn't know much about, other than it was heavy on conflict, and had a theme I didn't particularly care about. So naturally, I watched some videos, learned it, invited two people over who have the measles, and we went, uh, (laughs) and away we went, and now it's time for the review. In Wonderland's War, players are competing to be the best Wonderlandian by drinking tea and then fighting, and then calling a truce to drink more tea, and then fighting again, and then more tea, more fighting, and then victory points. There was not one more tea? I think, no. No. After okay. the fight, three, yeah. Three T's? Fighting T, yes, yeah, three Ts. Three Ts, three fights. Three Ts, three fights. Yes, exactly. And then three score. Three t three F, and then score. Got victory it. points. Got so it. if you don't know, this is an Alice in Wonderland theme, with each uh, player taking the role of one of the iconic characters, like Alice, the Red Queen, the Jabberwock, or the Cheshire Cat, or the Mad Board Gamer himself. Yes. It's a bag-building, push-your-luck <laughs> game, so basically this is just like Quacks of Quedlinburg with a new theme. End of review. Next game. Seriously, it has the bag-building, push-your-luck like Quacks does, but feels nothing like Quacks while still sharing some... some similarities. The game takes place over three rounds like we talked about, three T's, three fights yep. with each round being split into two phases the tea party phase and the war phase in the tea party phase each player just goes around and around the Mad Hatter's table collecting cards. These cards have awesome stuff on them which usually just involves adding new chips to your bag uh, that have cool special abilities which you will use in the war phase letting you place your little minions out onto the board or upgrading powers on your player board the cards are always awesome and it's a difficult decision which card to take each turn uh, what makes it a bit cooler is that players are going around around the table, selecting cards. You move as far as you want around the table to get whatever card you want to. But if you move so far that it would make you go back around the head of the table, you have to roll a die that gives you these shard tokens, which, which ends up being negative points. And if you have too many it can cause you to add a token to your bag that hurts you in the war phase. So it's an interesting decision point while playing of how far to go to get that card you desperately want. But do you want to go so far that it's going to have to make you cross the table? to hurt you later on, potentially. After each player drafts four cards, then the war phase begins, and there's five areas of the board where players will have those minions I talked about earlier, and in each area of the board, one at a time, players engage in battle, which is where the most fun of the game comes in. To resolve battle, each player in the area in question draws tokens from their bag one at a time and places it in the leftmost space above their player board, resolving the ability of the strength bonus of the chip, if any. For instance, I might draw a token with a value three, and Natalie might draw one with a value one. I then move up the strength, track three, and Natalie moves up one. So I'm currently winning the battle. Okay, You can then decide to keep drawing or pass. If you keep drawing, the same thing happens as before. If you draw a chip that has a number on it, you advance your track by the number on the token. The tokens you start with only add strength like that. But the tokens you you, uh, added to your bag from the previous Tea Party phase usually have some sort of cool ability that also triggers when you draw it seems like quacks. Yes, very quacks-like, such as the next chip you draw gets double strength, like that blue chip, right? Cool. Or this chip is worth a victory point at the end of the battle, as long as you didn't bust. And other really cool abilities that are kind of like that. There are other chips in your bag called madness chips, which are like the cherry bombs, uh, that when drawn, they instantly remove one or two minions of yours from the board. And if you ever have zero minions left in a space after drawing a madness chip, you bust and are removed from the strength track completely, even if you were winning by a ton. After everyone either passes or busts, Whoever's furthest ahead on that strength track wins that battle, gets to place a castle in the area, which is both worth points at the end of the game, and counts as bonus strength in future battles, and collect victory points based on which round it is. After battles in all five areas are resolved, the next round begins again with that tea party phase. We do that two more times, and the game ends, and whoever has the most points wins. So things I liked. This section's going to be a little lengthy. It sounds cool. I Ooh, have to start off it's cool. with the quality of the production, dude. Ooh, the components yeah. and the artwork.
3: Natalie, you played? Mm-hmm. She played. Oh, okay.
0: We played with the measles, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if that was the the night mm-hmm. you didn't... Net no, gotcha. Okay, yes, I got yeah, it. Got it. I was here. That was the weekend we talk before. all the time about how to compete nowadays. It feels like you really have to be, have like a stellar production, right? And draw people in with the artwork. Well, I think Wonderland's War... I've said this before, but I think this might be the best-looking game in my entire collection. Oh. Really? Yeah. In your
3: face, it's other re- games.
0: It's very, right. It very is. Good. It's behind you, just so if in case you're wondering, Jeff. It's like... Yeah. Um, so... Everything about this He's game like,
2: I'm not. is <laughs>
0: of the oh. highest quality. Now, I have the Kickstarter Deluxe cool Edition here. with all the minis and the weighted chips and everything. So take this with a grain of salt here. But this might be the greatest production value I've seen since Ninja Roundhouse Groin Puncher. <laughs> Skybound Games really went all out here. The minis are maybe the best I've seen in any game. The chips are weighted oh. and feel so fucking I good on your I want to paint those pads. minis so bad. What?
2: I want to paint those minis so bad.
0: I know. We were
2: like playing with them and we we're like, these need to be painted like now.
0: They're... Yeah, Kevin was like, I don't even want to play this game until the minis are <laughs> yeah. But they feel so good on your
2: finger pads, damn it.
0: Finger pads. Ooh, Janelle, put finger pads on the quilt. Finger pads. <laughs>
1: Janelle. <laughs> the, like artwork, the, one
0: the artwork is lush and detailed and gorgeous, and I mean the Cheshire cat face on the front of the box is really what sold it to me in the first place. Yeah, the like game has hair hair insane like amounts of curb appeal and table presence, and luckily for me, wasn't a catfish. You know what I mean? It didn't just yeah. look good, it played good.
3: The the um artist, Manny Tremblay, Okay, what else has he done? Okay. Um, the game Radlands, which has a cool. Oh, yeah, target. we haven't played that. And then that. also all the Dice Throne stuff. Okay, and those which are that gorgeous. Which is gorgeous looking. And also, when you look at the box of Wonderland's War, and d- they look similar. Very like. they have similar that, style. That thing in the middle, and then the, kind of the dark black onset. on, yeah, it's on the cool. out. Okay, that's awesome. So, yeah, all the Dice Throne stuff. So he's. Uh, this Manny person is making a name for himself. Go Manny. It, it, I mean, it, yeah. it looks so nice
0: freaking job. good. It plays good. It looks good. The carpet matches the drapes. Uh, <laughs> that metaphor doesn't apply. But this game was really fun. I was initially put off by the war aspect of it. But it doesn't feel like butthurdy like I thought it might, as busting doesn't happen that often. And when it does, it is not completely devastating. And it doesn't feel like you're getting meanly targeted in a battle. Because most of the time... At least in a four-player game, at least three people are usually involved in almost every battle, so it's not like you're getting picked on. Also, putting minions out is not equal to your strength the more minions you put out is just how long you can last in a battle without busting. So it's not super scary when you see someone add four minions to an area where you only have two, because you both still start at zero strength. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, there's other things like castles and stuff there. But then it's the draw of the tokens that matters. And if you've got got a good streak of tokens, just like Quacks, there's nothing better than that. But unlike Quacks, you don't typically get that other feeling of just pure animosity and despair when you bust. It's more kind of like, oh, darn. Because you might be involved in each of the other four battles. And so you get to try again immediately. Mm -hmm. Man, this game is fun. It's so much fun. Pushing your luck is great. Your bag will be filled with so many freaking chips. And drawing ones that double your next chip are so awesome when you draw that five strength chip. And now it's ten. And all of a sudden you're winning on the strength track by four when you were in third place. And, God, that feels so good. Plus, just handling all the components and minis and looking at all the artwork It's a freaking nerdgasm. It's sensory overload that goes right to the groin. Kevin and I could not stand up the entire game, and Natalie and Laura had to put towels down. It was that awesome. (laughs) So things I didn't like. So games like this are not without their faults. The game was an absolute beast to set up. There's a ton of upkeep and sorting and stuff to do, not only before the game starts, but also during the game. You're constantly looking for new chips and minis and stuff, uh, and the table gets very eaten up by all the stuff. Yeah, that then takes another fortnight to desort and put away. I didn't it's...
2: even have a place to put my drink.
0: Yeah, and this table's big. <laughs> we mm-hmm. have a big table. You're gonna hold it. Yeah, we
2: had to put it like a table, like on the like next to our table to put our drinks. Right,
0: <laughs> it's overwrought with chrome and bling, and if you're not into that kind of fiddly experience, this game's going to piss you off. There's just stuff everywhere i talked about how out of this world the production values were and that's true but if i were to levy any complaint it would be the thickness of the player boards uh they weren't bad or anything but i feel like if you can have dual layer player boards in a game you probably should i agree yeah yeah okay (laughs) now they weren't bad It, it just they were thinner than i thought right the game had really nice boards but they were flimsy and I like a nice, heavy cardboard for my player board. But this was more like thick card stock, you know? When you pick it up from one end, it bends, you know what I mean? So I feel like they could have had the player boards be dual-layered, because if you could have dual-layered player boards in you your sh- game... You should. You probably should. I agree.
1: <laughs> it would have
0: just elevated the production even more. But that's a personal nitpick, and not something to really complain about. I'm just looking for anything I can to talk about. If you play with primarily two players, this probably is not the game for you, which, again, seems like something I would not enjoy. But this game is so good with four... That I think it will see the table more often... Uh, but there are a lot of issues that I can see cropping up as there are some changes with how the game, the core game plays in a two player game. I just wouldn't want to ever play it with two personally, I don't think. But overall, if you're looking for a really fun experience with a group of four people that has drama and excitement and intrigue and anxiety and beautiful production values while being a tad overwrought, this is the game for you. And I think personally, I would give it a solid nine out of 10. Wow. Wow. I enjoyed it that much.
2: <laughs> Natalie,
0: what do you think?
2: um yeah i really enjoyed it too i thought it was fun um i didn't mind this particular kind of conflict it reminded me of um dwellings of elder Veil, is yeah. that the name of that game that's the name of it it's a game, a game. A, a game. The, a game. It, the conflict vale. type <laughs> yeah. reminded me of that game Dooling and Zoolittle. i remember in that game like i didn't mind that either it didn't feel like butthurdy you know it didn't yep. feel mean Ooh, it just but I, I guess maybe because like I liked it, in it. You weren't just like rolling dice, and it, so it didn't feel quite as random. Like obviously, there's some randomness when you're like
0: yeah, drawing things, drawing out of things a bag. out of a That's bag. But like,
2: like you know, you can choose how many like things you have in that particular like battle space, right? And all that stuff, and you kind of go in knowing like kind of where you stand and what might happen, and so it just doesn't feel as like unfair, but hurdy. necessary. Yeah, it's not. You know, just I like, never oh, felt like we well, what am I even supposed I to? Lose. You know, yeah, exactly. Um. Zero, so I didn't mind that especially for like someone who doesn't really like conflict type games like that wasn't like a thing um the bag building was very fun like you said it reminded me a lot of quacks which i love It was like
0: reverse quacks in quacks like you You put out of the bag bag. first (laughs) yeah you like pull out of the bag first and then you buy afterward Mm -hmm. this one that phase is first you're getting stuff to add to your bag first and then once your bag is kind of like beefed up then you fight
2: yeah but you uh, but it's similar where like you have a bunch of different tokens and they all do different things yes you know like quacks and you get to pick which one you want depending on you know the card that you pick or whatever um so you know that was cool i mean we love bag builders um i like that we all played like a little bit different you know like like, I remember, for example, like, I unlocked, like, all my power player powers, mm-hmm. but, like, some of you... I didn't. Didn't, maybe like, one. maybe, like, one. Yeah, I remember, like, you were, like, beefing up your bag a lot, mm-hmm. and beefy I was, like, bag. taking oh, yeah, a lot of my tokens out of my bag exactly. and putting them on the board, you yep. know, to get stuff there. And so, like, my bag, because I kept doing that, you take them out, and then they stay there the rest mm-hmm. of the time, so I'm, like, taking stuff out, which are, a lot of them were, like, good tokens, but... um you know but i was getting extra stuff doing that and you didn't go that route you know so it was, cool yeah, so it was, there was easier
0: like, for me to win the battles right but natalie was getting points in different in different areas right,
2: yeah so i like that it wasn't just like like, like this one is way to, to, to play yeah. the game yep. you know <clears throat> there's a lot of different like options and decisions that you can make um yeah i think that's all <laughs> i mean like you said the production was amazing i don't know i thought it was really fun i think it ended up taking us a long time to play it, I think next time we play, we would it wouldn't be so long. What's well, a long
3: time? Over two <clears throat> hours? Yeah. It was supposed
2: to take about two hours, and it probably took us like three, three and a half.
0: But I mean, there was also we were yeah we were chatting, chatting and stuff and too. Sure, that's it true, didn't sure. feel like we weren't like oh no. my god this needs to end. It wasn't yeah. like that at all. We were it was just over. And we were like oh man that's yeah because what than isn't there? Yeah. You said
2: there's four rounds. Three Is that right? Three? Yeah. Yeah. three
0: yeah yeah. Tea Party War, <clears throat> <clears throat> Tea Party War, Tea Party right, War, Tea Right yeah. So war, that was like kind of cool too. Tea Party War. Right.
2: Right. So there wasn't. It wasn't, like, complicated either. Like you said, Tea Party this War. This is a
0: game I would love to play with, like, you and Dave. Oh, let's do it. I yeah. think it would we'll be right so back. It was really fun. Awesome. I liked, it a, lot. I liked yeah. it a lot. I liked it a lot. I know he would love it. It's like, it, it feels quacks Yeah. I just think you would really enjoy it.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it feels, like, quack shit, quacks-ish. Quack shit. But with, like, <laughs> yeah. with it, like a slight more, like, like I don't know. a game know. behind it. Yeah. Well, not even just, like, a game, but slight more, just, like, quacks There's not really, like, conflict. You're kind of, like playing in your own yeah you're, you're definitely
0: interacting with you the know other so like, yeah more. quacks
2: but with like more interaction i guess
0: yeah but and i was worried about that i was like i was like ah, this is probably gonna be bad it wasn't because we don't like
2: yeah conflict I typically did it. I, and it was
0: great i liked it yeah because it wasn't like it wasn't like hi killed you yeah it was like all right here we go yeah <gasps> what's your quacks. strength oh, oh you got two i got one. Oh yeah. man that's the, going. that's
3: the best feeling of quacks right is when you both pull something out and you know yes it can be pillow screaming frustrating when you pull right. out the bad things but again yeah. you're gonna have just as you're gonna have the other you're gonna have that round well, where it's like oh my god yeah, i'm like i'm the, like the well, there's label. all
2: these i don't know what they're called i'm gonna call them like battlefields like there's all there's like i don't know yeah, areas, what, six or seven five. like five battlefields right so like nobody can just dominate all of them because you, you know if you space all your stuff out you're not really not going to win any of them you know True. so like it's. It didn't feel like one person was just like sweeping the battles, you know? So it was kind of like evened out in that way. So that didn't like make the game feel Well, like it wasn't bad. really
0: ever one-on-one. Yeah. It wasn't just like, all right, me versus Natalie again. And then it. so it feels like, oh, I'm getting picked on. It was like, there's like three or four of us in every battle. Mm-hmm. And the battle is just pulling out chips yeah. and, you know, seeing who right. gets... Right.
2: And then even if you're not in the battle, you can like... Wager, wager yeah, on the battle cool. Cool. too, and get so, or it's like, yeah, stuff. So like, yeah. So like, say we play
0: it with Dave, me, you, and me, Natalie, and Dave are in the battle. You can then, before everything starts, seeing all of our situations, you can be like, okay, I think I know who has the most. Reasonable Something's, chance yeah, of victory, yeah, the and then you just you secretly legacy. Like, and if you're right, you get something. If cool. you're if you're wrong, you lose something. You die. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If yeah. you're you wrong, like you're a, out of the game. Yeah, you black gem or So that's Wonderland's War. It's Great. a fantastic game. It's been getting a lot of praise, yes. but I'm always reluctant to believe the praise, especially on Instagram, which tends to be a lot more positive of a of an environment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I'm, I'm just always a little bit like, oh, I'm going to temper my expectations. But it is it was it's incredible. Getting, it's getting love elsewhere, also.
3: But yeah. I also. I'll try to hold back too with games that I know are like beautiful right like Dwellings of Eldervale I know is getting a lot of love when it first came out too um, it's starting to like tick down a little bit but yeah I feel yeah. like I've it's heard it's about it. it's beautiful right it's a it beautiful it yeah, production and yeah. people are like holy shit this is beautiful this is the greatest thing and I've ever seen it makes seen. you want to like the game and get yeah. into it more
2: um, I liked Dwellings of Eldervale I know Ryan it was alright thought it was alright I liked it but this was I liked this a lot more yeah, this is
0: something I want to play like right now. Like it's that. Okay, we'll it's back. really good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's midnight. All right. What do yeah, you think, Jeff? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> what do you got, man? I have a game called Libertalia: Winds of Galecrest. Ooh, the new Libertalia. <laughs> the original one wasn't called that, right? It was just Libertalia. Just Libertalia. It was just what Libertalia. You pirates. Last night? Pirates. No, last oh. night at game night. So I messaged the boat Maybe I messaged both of you and was like, "You really? Like, it's my turn. I don't. It's my turn. I don't to have pick. to play any. I review. don't have a whole <laughs> lot of games to review." So I get to pick whatever I want, and I picked Kali Mala yesterday, uh, mm. which is just that's awesome, so good. It's one of those games. I told Ryan, did you like it better this next, the second play? Yeah, because we had four, and there was a little more competition for a lot of the stuff. Oh, did you play it with three the first time? I played with three the first time, Got it. it goes up to five, and don't it was on my mad five at me. list.
2: Which one's that?
3: You, you you've never played it. Don't oh worry. no, so you, don't worry about this.
2: I feel but, like I, this is okay. actually
3: I told he's talked about it, but yeah, we oh, I told okay. Ryan like, that really there are like. Three or four games that over the last couple of years I've been like dying for you guys to play and like have an opinion on. And one Red of them Cathedral. is Polymolla because <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like that one flies under the radar. Like everyone, yeah. Red Cathedral is another one that I really want you guys to play. Yeah. But that one people have known about. That's like <laughs> kind of getting some. This is an older ish game. I don't want to say like older, it's like 2017 or 19, I remember the like Secret that. Cabal guys love it. Yeah, it's that's like so the only good. thing I can remember about it. And it's the Fabio Lupiano, I think his name is the designer. He did Merv and he got a lot more of attention for Merv. I like this one a little better than I like Merv. Um, But it's, it's just so, it was just so good. Um, Even like Bill got Bill, who usually wins a lot of games and he's very good at games and he got beat badly yesterday, but he was like, he's like, I lost. I'm going to take it home and I'm just going to play four players by myself and I'm going to win and get better. And he's just like, oh, he's like, like loves this game. He's ready because I have like a pile of games in my game room that are kind of going out. I'm like, these are, like, are kind of going I'm like, these are, like, are kind of going to like, like, kind of like, get rid of or trade or whatever. Is he like, Is Colin he's like, one of he's them? like, when do I get to take that home? <laughs> like, well, never. Um,
0: yeah. So Bill wins but, a lot of games. Yeah. I One time I was bored and I went through because he logs all his plays and win loss stats. Yep. And I just went through all of his logged games from like 2010 all the way to current And I figured out his win-loss percentage by year. And it was like 48% his win-loss percentage. And then his wife, Christy, I, I sent it to him and she's like, oh I'm sorry yeah
3: <laughs> like oh you're not winning 50% like, of games oh, and it's play. like wait you a minute win four, four or five people other people yeah, like every single time and he's winning half the and time and he goes to conventions and you know <laughs> yeah. it's like come on <laughs> it's
1: like that's insane
0: yeah. insanely oh, I'm sorry. high oh
3: like oh are like, you are you upset like about that it was, like, a yeah grade. like he's terrible yeah. it's an E <laughs> uh, so yeah we played that we played <laughs> pictures with the new uh, the <laughs> orange expansion <laughs> and then we played some draconic dice which is like strike it's just this goofy thing we end the night with it's like silly but let's talk about Libertalia okay so um libertalia the first one came back or came out in <clears throat> 2012 i looked it up we played it at Win- michigan yeah i ju- i wrote that down i wanted to make i want to see if you remember that we oh, played yeah. it at michigan totally with do. a bunch of people we didn't remember yep and it was not a memorable experience <laughs> like i remember sitting at that table and i remember playing it it was also right when i was kind of getting into the hobby um and there's a lot of unique different things in that Type of game that isn't it's, in other games. It's Citadelzy. Yeah. It's and, very I Citadel-like. That, and, and I remember that. And
0: I probably didn't give it a, as much of a good shake because I hate Citadels. Yeah. And I remember we played this or Libertalia, not totally knowing a ton about it. And when we played it, I was like, oh, this just feels like Citadels. I hate this. And so I like, I, I was like, I don't like it. Fuck it. I was just yeah. kind of being like, I a think baby if about
3: you it. played this, you'd have more fun sure. than you did the first time. Uh, but it does feel like Citadels. It does feel like, oh, I flipped this over and. Let's just kind of see what happens. Um, yeah. based on other people, but and it's not as like tactical as like some of these war games where you're kind of trying to play the other people. You're just sort of like the cards are playing the game. Mm-hmm. This is this is better than Citadels, I think. Uh, for people who hate Citadels. So same designer, um, this Pablo Paulo pa- pa- pa-? Pablo yeah, yeah. who's done in more recent Blitzkrieg. time Blitzkrieg, which is cool, Ethos and Rise of
0: Augustus. I lo- all right, you talked about <clears throat> okay. You didn't get rid of that, so I, I've talked briefly about games that I got rid of that I that I regret, is and he, it's very few. But Ethnos is one yeah. that I'm like, I want that back. I it's, really like that. I, we game. played
3: that. It has like the discs, right? Yeah, sort of like yep. yeah. And you put cool, them on there. Yeah, I loved. It. I'm like, I always think about that. And I'm like,
0: oh, I miss Ethnos. Yeah. I want it back. So <laughs>
3: he he makes some very like simple games because those are all kind of very simple games. Very this simple. is also a simple, pretty straightforward game. So it was the last uh, day of our board game club, and we had a half day. Uh, during finals and after the half day i have the board game club kids come if they want to play and some of the seniors came back and they wanted oh to play that's like awesome so, and the seniors came back and they they wanted to play libertalia and this is like there's a lot of unique things in this game that they've never played before because they've been playing night of the ninja for the last year <laughs> um, so there's a lot of like cool things in this and i also need to review it so jamie doesn't like yell at me or put some spell you. on me or something <laughs> for some being spell. slow at reviewing um so it plays very, very similar, almost exactly to the original, so go look that up. Uh, here's how I felt. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> um, there, there's a little bit of theme change, sort of, so instead of just pirates going to an island, you're like sky pirates. Ooh. So you're flying sky pirates, and the, your pirates are kind of like animal hybrid people, weird. So there's kind oh. of like a it's, a, it's a lighter theme, or a lighter artwork and presentation, because if you know the original Libertalia box, it's like dark pirate, angry oh, okay. pirate. Plus I feel like the pirate um, theme
0: just never seems to do well.
3: Yeah, there's not. So they lightened this up a little bit, which I kind of liked. Um, And so you're sky pirates flying from island to island on these flying ships. (laughs) Okay. Um, the game's played over three rounds in each round. There's four turns, five turns and six turns. So in round one, there's four turns. Round two, there's five, six. You get it. Uh, Each player starts with the same deck of 40 cards. So in the original, there were 30 cards. So there's 10 new cards. And then some of the original cards have been revamped to sort of equal it out or, or ma- just make the yeah, flow they, of the game type of better. Okay. So you get 40 cards and someone at the table draws six cards and then everyone else searches their deck for those exact same six cards. So everyone starts with the same six cards okay. and everyone secretly then chooses one of those cards to play and theme is like send them to the island, right? So you play that each card in the top corner has a number and then you put those all the every flips over their cards. You put them on the board ordered by the number and that's how they're going to activate. So then After all the cards come out, there's three different phases. The first phase is the day phase. And all the cards then activate from low to high. So any card with a day icon on it will activate. It might say, take a coin. It might say, take a coin from somebody else. It might say, move a card over here, blah, blah, blah. It tells you to do something and you do it. (laughs) Once all the day uh, cards activate, then you go backwards with the dusk cards. And that goes from high to low. So some of your cards might have just the day uh, activation on it, and then it doesn't do anything. Some of your cards might have both. Some of your cards might just have a dusk, right? So you go forward from low to high, and then you go backwards from high to low, and then there's a nighttime effect that is on random cards that you have already played or that are on the board that then just trigger some nighttime effect. Sure, That is all Libertalia. That's, that's the original. It all plays very similar. Uh, there's also... During that phase, you get these little loot tokens. The little loot tokens allow you to activate like special actions and create these combos with your cards. Because cards might say, if you have a sword loot token, you get an extra whatever, right? So you basically, in in for lack of a better um, like example, it's almost like Love Letter. You play a card, and you do what's on the card, right? You do yeah. it in the order. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it is highly interactive. Uh, you steal booty. You move cards. You add cards to your hand. You activate different things. There's 40 cards. I'm not gonna go through every single card. Yeah. but they all do different things. Um, and then that's a lot of cards. Yeah, there's a lot. So what is a little different about this one is that so if you have six cards to start with, and in the first round you play four of those cards in the first yeah the first round you play four of those cards, you then keep you keep your last two, and the next time you draw back you draw six cards. Oh, so then you'll have eight cards in your hand. But let's say because we started with the same cards, I played the one card the number one card, and you guys didn't play the number one card, mm-hmm. you have that card for now the next round. Yeah. So your hands then get slightly different in rounds two and three, which is good. Yeah. Um, There's also abilities to, like, you put cards down in front of you that you might not play up, up on the board and all this kind of, like, little stuff. So there's a, a bunch of ways that the cards kind of interact. And you are trying to collect treasure. You're trying to collect booty. Most booty at the end of three rounds. Wins. Just like life. Just like life. Most try and get booty. booty wins. Trying to get booty. <laughs> yeah. Get booty. So... First, um, this game booty. relies on player interaction and the people at the table. Yeah. Okay. This is not a head down play by yourself type of game. Right. Yeah. This is <laughs> my students had a lot of fun with it because they don't care about take that. They don't care about getting stuff stolen. They're in it for. Right. The it's fun. fun. Right? Yeah. yeah. There is take that in this game. The best part about this take that is that the game is over in forty five minutes or an hour. It is fast, and I think it's sped up because. You have less cards every round than the original. I think you have nine in the original. I might be wrong. If someone's like out there yelling, fine. Keep it to yourself. Uh, <laughs> mind your own business. Just let me know. The, um, but you then like you have six cards in front of you. Instead of nine, you're trying to decide between. So if you're AP prone you're not gonna get as bogged down with it so the game is over in an hour my st- i explained it and my students played it in an hour wow. wow so that was are nice. they are they fast they just they, 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 just, they just love yeah. playing they're like let's just kind of see what happens yeah, but you can gonna... play the game a little more like cutthroat and kind of figure it out or you can play the game fun because it's a fucking game right and have fun with it right <laughs> so i like that it plays really quick that helped kind of lessen the take that because you're not getting two hours of being like punished or people taking things from you and mm. You know, you look around the table. It says, "Take it from a player." If somebody has more gold than somebody else, yeah, you give just me that take gold. Take it from that person. Give right? me that You want right. to even everything out? Yeah. So that's fine. I think the the artwork and quality of the components are upgraded from the original. I like the artwork of this one much better than the dark pirate theme. Yeah, of the, the blue
0: palette is nice. The blue palette's beautiful. Yeah.
3: Um, and that's that's just a preference. Some people like that dark pirate theme. Go for that one. Um, there's also two sides to the board. On the newer one, the the Winds of Galecrest new one, uh, it kind of changes the way your uh, loot tokens activate. It also makes it like a little harder. So some of the loot tokens, instead of just being all positive stuff, can be some negative stuff. So the backside of the board is actually like a stormy weather look instead of like a nice calm mm. sky. sea that's pretty cool. The new pirates are cool. I don't remember the I don't remember which like how they then interact with the other ones, or I know which ones are the newer ones, but they. They're a nice addition to the game. It really evolves the loot tokens, evolves how the cards kind of play with each other. Um, The other new thing that's in this, other than the 10 new cards, is this thing, the reputation track. Okay. I don't remember how the original broke ties. I don't know if you remember that at all, but this is the way that it breaks ties. And those 10 new cards now also interact with this reputation track, which gets you the tiebreaker, which means your card goes later or before. Um, and then it also gives you some money at the end, but also like, oh, let me do I want to lose this reputation to then get something now? But then I lose the reputation. That was a, a more interesting decision with this new reputation track. So that was pretty cool. Overall, my students really liked it. I would I would choose it on a game night because it's shorter. It doesn't feel too mean. Doesn't feel too frustrating. Mm-hmm. I what I worry about is will it be fun with every group? It might not be. Yeah. Because okay. it's highly interactive. And how many players do you need
0: to make it to make it good? I think...
3: So I do believe... So I just read the rules for the solo and the two-player mode. I think that there was effort in the Autonoma in the solo mode. And I think that's credit to Stonemeyer Games. For whatever you think of Stonemaier Games, they're very good at creating a, a manageable solo version of all their games. I think they take effort in doing that. Instead of just going... Here's a dummy player. Yeah, Here's, a dummy it player. Right. Here's a dummy right? player. I think they've done a good job of creating a system. There's a big system. market there. Yeah, a system that would work for solo and for two-player. But the yeah. g- I think you have to have four. You have to have four to, for the game to, for you to experience what the game I think is supposed to be. <clears throat> right. So four would be perfect. And then um, you can add you know five, six if you want to. Yeah. So it's also simple. Like I taught it to them very easy. The kids kind of understood. Play a card. We go this way and then that way and then we just do atomic on the card. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to go through every 40 yep. card and explain it. You just do it right. in the moment. They're like, what does this do? And I'm like, "Yeah." you're showing everybody Everybody has the same cards, right? So what does this do? We just talked yeah. about six cards they had. So that was really easy. Easy to teach. Easy to get to the table. Um, I would suggest if you don't like to take that or you don't like this, just play the game, right? Enjoy the experience of the game that's kind of the laughing, the pirate, the stealing kind of stuff. But overall, it's good. I worry... I actually I wrote this down about the Citadels. I worry that it might get Oldish, quick. Yeah. Um. Once you start to realize, like, this is just an exercise in playing cards and taking stuff from people. Mm. How many plays does it have? Yeah. In it. Um. Well, but, I mean,
0: how long would it take to go through all those cards and your those different combinations? Right.
3: So which I just, suppose that could at be least a variability. They added, there. Right. They're added. Yeah, more, more cards. So over the course of the game, you're getting like. <laughs> 20, 30, you're getting 20-ish cards or so, right? So you're getting 12, 18, whatever. So you're getting a certain amount of cards. So (laughs) yes, the the interaction of the cards will be different, so you might not get the same six every time. But yeah, I do worry if you don't like the feeling of the take that or the I got you kind of card play, then it might get old quick. Yeah. But if you like Citadels and you like the original Libertalia, this is a winner. I don't know if you necessarily need both. Um, But I would say if you don't have either of them, I would get the newer one. Really? Okay. Yeah. Can you find the older one? I wonder. I, I feel don't like think I so. haven't seen that I think in forever. Been, yeah, I, I don't know if it's just completely out of out of print or something, but I think it's very very difficult to find. But if the game sounds interesting, just find the new one. You think it'll be good with your with uh, the Monday guys? I think we would like it just for like goofy, and laughing and laughing. it wouldn't it wouldn't be like the game I pick right away. But like last night when we played Kalimala, we ended at nine o'clock. If we all knew the rules of
2: libertalia, libertalia. we
3: would be able to play it and be done. Wow. By ten, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: How and many does it play up to? I think six. Does it go to oh okay. Um, For some reason, yeah, I I thought it went to eight.
3: I, I don't know why. I felt like I know, okay. I feel like I should look it up and I should have known that. But um, no, it's, that, that's it's all a good. it's a good re implementation of a game that I felt like people um liked the original, but also had some <clears throat> I was surprised to see this yeah, one be yeah. the
0: next game by them. I was I was like Me Oh too. wow, people really liked Libertalia, huh? I don't think I knew that.
3: Yeah. That that they liked it
0: that much, you know.
3: So yeah, I think this falls into like the good not great category, but it's good for what it is. It's good for this like kind of silly laughing, play some cards and see how things go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Gales awesome. Gales of Windcrest, Libertalia. Libertalia,
0: Wind. Gales of Windcrest. By no, Winds of Gale. Crest. Winds of Gale winds, winds
3: gale of, gales, gales no, liber Liberty winds of gale crest w- uh, welcome back S- welcome <laughs> hi, hi gales w- of welcome do 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 do. welcome <laughs> back hi Doo-doo-doo. gales of no welcome winds of crest of wind gales guest liber, libertalia liber crest welcome back liber wind hi gales of crest- Winds talia. of gales <laughs>
0: <laughs> just look it up <laughs> Divide, diverse pirate animal crews take to the skies dividing yeah. up powerful loot. Got it. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's good. If you know anything about the Gamecasters, you know that we are just absolutely horny all the damn time. If you know anything else about the Gamecasters, it might be that we love a nice, juicy, meaty, veiny, bulbous Euro game with lots of multiplayer solitaire and low randomness. Enter Gollum. Designed by Simone Luciani, Flaminia Brazzini, and Virginio Gilli. The exact design team also designed Lorenzo Il Magnifico. And two-thirds of them designed Grand Austria Hotel. And two-thirds of them designed Coimbra Coimbra, and Alma Mater and Egizia. And one-third of them designed Zolkin and Marco Polo and <laughs> Newton and Brage and Darwin's Journey. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. And so the pedigree of games is pretty unmatched. Those are... Those Those are are games. Those are good games. Those are all games that we love like we love those games games
3: around here. And that's like bars. Like when you when your name is on that and that's your resume, you better make a game. You gotta make a fall.
0: So Gollum is the next installment in this illustrious lineup, which we all agree is illustrious. Let me ask a question.
3: Is it Gollum or Golem? How do you say it? I think it's Gollum.
2: We've been calling it Gollum. I don't know. Like
3: a clay golem. Golem. play golem i didn't know what a golem again. was well, golem. i thought it was from lord golem. of the
0: rings i think it's i think it's golem i don't know I, I guess i don't know i think it's golem calling it golem feels weird to me golem golem go, go get golem. him golem it sounds canadian for some Ew, reason it's like it's the, a canadian oh, playing yeah the either. minnesota the minnesota way of saying golem Oh no i'm not oh, playing golem, golem tomorrow, today eh? oh, oh man played marco polo oh, yesterday eh? yes yeah, face on there's yeah, a little scary a
2: Oh, just oh, looking right at you. no. I'm going to oh, look
0: it up. In Golem, Golem, as in most games, players are vying for the most menorahs and <laughs> placing marbles on little eye cutouts on your player board. It's standard fare. We've all seen it before. Simply raise anthropomorphic golems and have students walk them up and down a neighborhood until they either get so far away that they wreak havoc on the town or kill them before they can happen to earn gold bars to place on artifacts. Like, can you it's make It's a, a re- tale as old like, as time. What, like... Come on, come up with an original uh, theme. Yeah, for we PC. need to start <laughs> coming up with more inventive themes that haven't been done before.
2: My phone says it's Golem. Golem. Isn't Kroka only a <laughs> theme this way?
0: <laughs> really lazy crap here. Okay, seriously, by that description, you would definitely think that this game was a thematic Ameritrash game and not a super heavy strategic Euro game. But It is. It is. In this game, players are trying to get the most victory points by multiplying the menorahs they've accumulated over the course of the game (laughs) by a few metrics, depending on where you took the menorahs from. The game is centered around three (laughs) colors, red, yellow, and blue. Each color is associated with a different type of mechanism. The way the game is played is based on this marble dispenser, and it's very similar to the dice from Grand Austria Hotel. Eerily similar. Basically, it's exactly the same thing. In this game, you place a certain number of colored marbles into a dispenser, and the dispenser randomizes the marbles into five columns. The number of marbles that fall into each column determine the strength of the actions you take. Again, exactly like Grand Austria Hotel. The marbles are red, yellow, blue, white, and black. If you take one of the red, yellow, or blue, in addition to the actions you take, you also get to move on a track of that color. You also may be eligible for a bonus on the card at the end of the round that gives bonuses depending on if you chose the right colored marbles or not. If you take the black marble, there's only one of them, you don't get this bonus at the end as there are no cards that have that black marble. But the trade-off is you get to move on once on two tracks of your choice. And if you take a white marble, you don't get to move on any tracks, but it counts as a wild color for that card at the end of the round. The actions you can take are basically getting resources, building golems, taking cards, placing gold bars onto your board to possibly unlock actions, and upgrading. It's in this upgrade action where the majority of your points will come from. Each color comes with its own unique upgrade system. The blue is associated with the card mechanism of the game, which are ways to get you stuff. When you take a card with the card action, you get to place it in one of these four columns. And then as soon as you do, you immediately activate all previously placed cards in that same column. So it can be a big boon of stuff. When taking the upgrade action, you get to flip over tiles that earn you those blue menorahs. At the end of the game, you score points equal to your menorahs multiplied by the number of columns in which you have cards. The red track is associated with your golem. I can't say golem. is associated with your golem. The golem? At <laughs> the beginning of the yeah. game, you have a golem monster printed on your player board. And there are tiles overlaid upon its head, arms, legs, and body. And when you take the upgrade action for that, you will be flipping these tiles over. And these tiles have special abilities that you unlock, as well as those juicy, juicy red menorahs. And you score points for these by multiplying your red menorahs by the number of empty spaces on your golem track, which is essentially the number of golems you constructed over the course of the game. <laughs> the yellow track is associated with a satellite board that each player gets at the beginning of the game. And they're all a tad different with what they give you. Basically, when you upgrade yellow, you are moving tiles to an upgrade slot on on this board, which will then give you more stuff during the income phase, provided you've unlocked it with these gold bars, and then you score at the end of the, of the game, yellow menorahs multiplied by the number of rows you've unlocked with these gold bars. There's a ton I have not explained, but basically you're moving up tracks with golems and students, upgrading your player board to reveal menorahs, trying to make sure you take the right marble at the right time to maximize your score as the game is fucking toit. Each player gets 12 turns total throughout the game. Eight. 12. Things I liked here. Man, I liked this game. I thought this game was great. I feel as though I'm finally breaking out of the light-medium zone I've been stuck in the past year, and I'm happy to be getting back into the longer, heavier stuff. Taking the marbles was really fun for me, as was figuring out how you could deal with your golems on the board in a way that didn't lose you a ton of points. Not sure I explained that, but basically your golems move on the board every turn and where they end up gives you stuff if you activate them, but it could also lose you victory points if they get too far away from the students on that same row. Thematically, these students are controlling them, I think, and if they get too yeah. far away, they start to like lose control, and basically equates to a loss of victory points if you're not careful. And it's something you must be mindful of the entire game, or you'll just completely flounder. I loved that part even though it was a bit strange you couldn't just build all your golems at once because a it costs a lot and b if they move too far you'd be completely fucked but it was also sweet in a pinch to just be able to kill one get a bonus and then not have to pay for him at the end of the round but you were able to utilize them beforehand, and that felt cool. This game has a lot of opportunity to k- 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 combo, and you know <laughs> wow. I love a good combo. So does Natalie; it's her favorite snack. Taking a marble to move you up on a track it's that true. lets you upgrade that now lets you get stuff that you can use on a third action that lets you move up a track and then activate a golem that gives you a card and that lets you to immediately uh, take that action twice that lets you move another golem and activate it to give you all the resources you need to the last action. and That just Jeez. feels so fucking satisfying. I'm talking so fast. When it happens, it feels good. I love games like this (laughs) that are super short in theory, which make you freak and stress out that there's definitely not going to be enough time. And OMG, how is this going to all come together? Because there's only four rounds. Each round, you get two marble actions. That's it. And you're like, what? Look at all this stuff. How am I going to get all this accomplished? There's like so much to do. I also love... The player boards, they're sort of dynamic player boards where you get to remove things to get things. But in this case, you're not really removing, you're just like shifting or flipping or even adding in cases. And it's just really fun. It's like three separate little mini games are kind of taking place on your player board and you can't do everything. But maybe you can do all of one thing and most of another. Or most of one and some of the other two. And it's just really fun figuring out which thing to go for. The artifacts board gives you lots of stuff, uh, a bunch of different ways. But the golem gives you special abilities. But the card spots give you stuff too. And if you upgrade how many cards you can put on your board, that could be a huge windfall of stuff later on. So it's really interesting how to craft your board. And I love games where you can't do everything. Because figuring out what to do is then the fun part of that. And that's what was fun about that for me. Things I didn't like. Some parts of the game felt weird. And maybe a tad unintuitive because of that. The golem mechanism was kind of clunky. I talked about that earlier being I liked it. But I thought where you must move them, but you can split movement. And then when you activate them, you lay them down. But sometimes you don't have to. And whenever they move, they immediately stand back up. And if they move too far, they lose points. But their action... Uh, gets those points back, and if they're in front of your student, you have to pay for them or else lose victory points, but you can also kill them. It was just kind of weird in a way that wasn't super clear at first. It didn't just, like, immediately click. After you understood how they worked, it wasn't that bad, and it was actually pretty fun, As figuring out how to score well with them was, like I said, one of the things I talked about is loving. It was just a little convoluted, personally. I also heard of issues with the marble dispenser not really working out too well, and while that didn't happen in our play at all, I do wonder why didn't they just use different colored dice the exact same way Grand
3: Austria Hotel did? Thank you. As this mechanism was almost identical. That's exactly what I wrote down. So, spoiler, we all played this game, <laughs> um, which I don't know if you said at the beginning. But, yep. um Maybe Yeah, not. just use Grand Austria Hotel's thing and then make all the dice different colors.
0: Yeah, the dice could have been different colors. I mean, they had five columns where Grand Austria Hotel has six, yeah, I guess, and, but well, they could have made cares? another column. And then you
3: remove, like, the, the... I can tell you right now, I could drop a marble in that thing and I could put it... Wherever you want to, to. yeah. Yeah. So if I wanted to play the game stupid and annoying, I could be like, "Oh, I'm just—it's my turn at a time. I'm gonna put them in on the far right side, and then it's gonna be all on the right side." So. To just get it was rid a of weird that. dispensing. And if you still thing. wanted to keep the synagogue tower and that cool look, just make that a dice tower, and you put the dice in there. Yeah. Right. So roll you have the fifteen dice, dice, and you roll them in there, and then you you take the dice out of there with the color and the number, mm-hmm. and you activate the number. Right. Yeah. I, that annoyed me too. So I was. Yeah. Like, it was it was just weird. I'm like, this is literally the seem, exact same thing. Yeah. Did they and not want to just make wor- it seem like they just wanted a different <laughs> gimmick? right so it's like, I can I can this see that's probably
0: and maybe there's some maybe there's some imagery we don't know about with that theme and sure. and the eyeballs or something I did enjoy the marbles and I felt yeah. like it added a layer of coolness to the game but functionally it just were, would have worked a lot better if they just used the dice right. overall though I really enjoyed this game I think I'd give this a solid eight out of ten with the a definite uh, ability to go higher on future plays I found it pretty great and would happily play it again with Natalie depending on what she says right now so what do you think we go <laughs> clockwise
2: okay uh Okay, I did like this game. I thought it was a really good game. I'm not going to say I loved it. I'm not like going to rave about it. <laughs> but I really liked it. I mean, it was definitely a really good game. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, you really boy. liked it. But you didn't like it. I didn't like it, yeah. but it was good. I liked but it, it didn't
2: love it. No, it was like more like I really liked it, didn't love it. Um, you're right that it's a tight one. Tweet, tweet. Only 12 uh, turns. Um, the way you get points was very interesting, I thought. And... Um, I don't know, I kinda just like the general like how you had to balance getting stuff to be able to pay for, you know, upgrading the tiles and then also deciding which section to upgrade upgrade and then like which action to take, you know, and sometimes like depending on where the marbles were helps you decide which action to take and and you know, I don't know, there was just a lot of decisions. You know, it was definitely if I felt the heaviness of this game. Yeah. You know, it wasn't I wouldn't say it's a medium game. it was like I there was a lot it's of thinking. Heavy. I think it's
0: like three point nine, something heavy. like that. So yeah.
2: Heavy. So, you know, it took a lot of thought, but you're right, the combo potential was pretty
0: cool. There was some awesome
2: you know, moves there. Three point three puzzles. So like I recognize that it's like a really good game and I did enjoy it. It was a bit like I guess my biggest problem with it is like like you said, it was kind of like clunky. Like you explained the rules and then we were playing it and I was kind of just like what? Like it just <laughs> like didn't click, you happening? know. Like yeah. kind of like, you know, the one example is like the distance between like the student and the golem yeah. and stuff, and it's like I'm in my head, I'm like, Oh, I have to pay this and you're like, No, you don't and I'm like, Oh, you're right, yeah. Like it just wasn't some of that stuff and there's like a few other things.
3: And if you flip the one tile of the the golem over, the golem over you only have to pay two, to pay max two for per each person, line. right? Yeah. Per, yeah. So right, yeah. And that changed a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. The
2: there's just thing little things over. like that where yeah, it took one. it took probably like the first two rounds for me to be like, oh, was I just half the game. I get game, it right? all. That's yeah, it was just game. half the game, yeah. and then by then Ryan was like way ahead of me, you know, um, you know, which is fine. But I guess that's like my only complaint about it. It was. It, Did was, it feel like
0: you didn't have a a chance. You mean after? after yeah, that
2: I mean that. I'm not gonna count that against the game because that was just me like learning the game. Sure. But yeah. it definitely like affected my time because like the whole almost the entire game I was like. I'm not, yeah, I don't know. There's there's no I chance for me like, to catch up. I was ahead up. by
0: like forty you points. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was kind of like thinking too, because like this doesn't really like matter too much. But we had those like end game scoring cards, and then each of us had like one. S- like a, a tile on one section, like flipped over at the beginning, and in my head, I was like, maybe that means like that's like a something that's to go, what for, you go for kind I of thing. See. But yours was like the yellow section, which was like that. amazing for you, and mine was like the red section, which was like it was really good. But I I was like lacking in like resources a lot, and you were like killing it on the red section. The
3: Is gonna help you play the game, which you weren't playing well, right? The the, the yellow section's getting Ryan these resources. The red section is like, I get these little tiny abilities and these these powers, powers, but that's based on the fact that I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, right. Right, So if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm not maximizing my powers. But Ryan's just getting the stuff. Right. Yeah. But also, I
2: had I like got like locked up a lot because, you know, it was the first play. So I'm like, everything seems so good. Like these books seem good. And this seems good, and this seems good, and I don't know what to do. You only get twelve things. Yeah. You you only get twelve turns, and And then you only only get twelve
3: marbles. You only get eight eight marbles. Eight marbles. Is that what it is? Yeah. Math is hard. Yeah. But yeah. 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 But then, because then you get the rabbi actions, right? Right. And those aren't. Those are great. Those those can be. They can be awesome. Like, oh well, those are. We had some come out early on that were like not good. Yeah. For like, oh, you save money on paying the things, but it's like that's the first round. Right. Or
2: even like the book section like there was that one like long one that you like upgrade and then you move up that track yep and i was like that seems so sweet and i did that early and then i'm like i moved up like once on the track you know and so i was like what a waste i could have got like (laughs) four of these you know and or like sometimes i would like get a book but i just couldn't get that like tile flipped over so like you know, you could activate that row, but I but feel like I'm missing out. You're, yeah, you're missing and the like, tile,
3: you're missing the points. Right, the point yeah, multiplier. and I'm like, oh, how
2: do I make this all work? You know, so like that, some of that was like a little difficult for me, <clears> but <throat> in general, I did really like the game and I and I want to play it again, you know, because I want to like crack it kind of thing. Yes. You yeah. know, because I liked it, but it was hard. It was kind of hard.
3: It was. What do you uh, think, Natalie, Jeff? Natalie, we have a lot of the same thoughts. Really? <laughs> I might fall somewhere in the middle of the two of you. The game was tough for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. And the questions of like, what do you do? How do you do well? Where do I start? Mm -hmm. And then what path do I continue on? If I started there, right. where do I go instead of just going, let me start here? It's and like all over I felt like place. when Michael Scott was like, I write ten introductions to it, to a to a <laughs> speech or whatever, and he yeah. just like reads the same introduction. Yeah. That's why I felt like I'm like, okay, let me do this. And then I'm like, no shit, let me try. That this didn't work. One. I'm yeah. gonna go this well, way. That's well, Let me try that's over doing it. And, I was was like, assuming, and yeah. though, that feeling for me is okay. I like that feeling because <laughs> that means I didn't get the game yeah. right away. And sometimes that's a really good thing. Like not getting it in this way is okay because the game is challenging. Yeah. Versus like if I played an abstract game or I played like some s- sort of like visualization type of game where I'm like, I, I don't get it because I don't fucking think that way. Like, I don't know how to spin things in my head to make them fit. Like if I'm playing some polyomino type of game, yeah. where I just don't get it. This was a-, a me not getting it, I think, in a good way. Mm-hmm. But that's hard to like, that's hard to put into your brain and be like that was a good thing that I didn't understand what I was doing a lot of time um that's why because you guys texted me or it was in our group chat like what'd you think and I was like I think I need to go to sleep
1: yeah (laughs) like I think I need to
3: sleep on this so the more I thought about it the more I did like it the more I understand that this game is great
2: that's so funny I felt the exact same way because I think right afterwards I was kind of like frustrated but then game. like after more i thought about it, i was like that was a really good game yeah
3: there, there's it was weird these designers know what they're doing and the so where i think the game really shines is the game is not difficult in terms of like teaching the rules i felt like that went pretty simple take a marble here are these actions the um iconography is a little strange but like once you know what the up arrow means in the different categories teaching it was easy but i think the game really shines in how it all of those simple sort of actions like interconnect interconnect or interwoven Mm -hmm. together creating these kind of combos so when i take the yellow upgrade how can i now do something else on the board and there's this this thing that i love in games is like how do i get what i want without taking that specific action
0: yes like if somebody
3: else has already done that yeah how do i get this one brick that i need without taking the brick action to get it oh yeah Right, like I, I so need a but instead of just hard taking, time getting like, those taking, I don't want the brick action, but I want the brick. I need yeah. one brick. So how do I yeah. do yeah. How I that? Yep. Yeah, right. So I loved doing that, right? Because I, w- I wanted to like upgrade something. I wanted to activate my golem, but I needed something to do it. And then it, that that challenge is fun for me in any game. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I want to do everything, but you just can't.
2: Yeah, you can't do everything. That's in this my game. favorite part of it too. But you
3: also can't ignore something. You can't get zero points in one of those three major sections of your Absolute. player board. You can't. Oh yeah. But you also can't do. You can't just get ten points in each of them, or you'll lose. Right. You have right. to. You have to kind of. You know, like go like, hard like, for one. Yeah, like you said, you have to go.
2: And then do decent in the rest. Uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I like that
3: that balance a lot. And like I said, I know this game is is great for me. It's probably not to that level yet, but it could get there with more plays. The hard part is, is it going to get back to the table? Because Devin didn't really love it. Yeah. She wasn't mm-hmm. attracted to the theme, mm-hmm. which will go into some things yeah, that the theme I... I understand weird, that. That, weird that. Weird theme. Yeah, I, didn't yeah, that didn't I didn't like not the like, theme like, either. So the, the theme didn't... Like I wasn't. Yeah, it didn't Anti me theme, didn't same. Me but this, I wasn't like. It didn't draw like, me. In. I just yeah, was just like, right. this It is was strange. Like, huh. yeah, I think, <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, yeah. I like yeah. Learned,
3: I like had to. I like googled some stuff. I'm like, like I googled. You know, I'm googling things. Like, of, why like, are there this like Jewish menorahs and, and monsters? Like, yeah. I did a lot of of googling about stuff to try to figure out like how, how can I get myself into the theme and and as I teach Devin go you know these students have built these things because this golem golem is protecting the city and they have to keep them close and. So I'm I'm kind of reading about the city of Prague and this sort of stuff to yeah. try to get into it a little more, but it's not something that's you're going to maybe intuitively know if you don't know the Yeah,
0: theme. it's a little alienating. It's not you it's not like something you're like, "Okay, this is this is uh relatable."
3: Right. And I could have done I could have done without the marbles. I think it's a little gimmicky. It's fine. It worked fine for us. It's cool to pick marbles because marbles are cool. Yeah. Yeah, put it in your player board was fine. People are complaining about rolling the marbles in the in the synagogue and having them fall down in certain ways that is frustrating for people and that could have just gone away with dice thrown on the tower. it would have been Mm -hmm. colored Um, dice would have been cool yeah Yeah, so again maybe there's a theme to it that we're missing feel free to let us know um another issue a small issue that i had was i think the coloring is bad um there i think it's not colorblind friendly you have these three roads that ryan talked about these paths they are red yellow and blue. blue um The blue is perfect. Blue looks blue. Red and yellow are Um, like, what? Yellow looks very orange and blends in with your (laughs) orange player color, because I was orange, and I was like, where the hell is my goal? Oh, there it is. And then (laughs) the red path uh, have green tiles on them. Yep. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. Every
0: time I was supposed to move on the red one, I was like, which one's the red one? Yeah, Yeah. because the
3: the orange was close to a reddish in that thing, and then the the red path had had green tiles on them. (laughs) So again, maybe that is something in the theme that I don't know about. De- they, really shouldn't yeah. they shouldn't be that close. They shouldn't be that close. It was weird. That that was an issue for me. Again, that's a minor annoyance. No, I thought that
0: too. I'm glad you said that.
3: But yeah, again, a little bit of a thing. So I don't think that Golem Golem will hit the table as much in my world as Lorenzo or Grand Austrian Hotel, which or she likes. Coimbra or the, which she likes and would, and maybe because it's a little too heavy. Maybe it's because Devin's played heavy games before. but right. Maybe she it's see. Maybe this just didn't click. So. Either way, I know this game is very I know it's great. I, I know that the mechanisms works very, very well together, but it took me a minute to go, what, what, what am I am doing? I doing? Yeah, like, how do I do this? So I definitely yeah. need another play for it to go, in my opinion, from our very good category to the great category. I need yeah. another play yeah. to I solidify agree. that to sort of know now I know what I'm doing. You know, here's the theme, fine, but let's explore more of the game. Did you play barrage? i haven't played barrage you're because what you're
0: describing is my feelings on barrage which is Simone luciani's other really heavy game before this one yeah and i fe- i felt that way about barrage where i was like this is a great game i can tell it's really good but man it's hurting me yeah it's so hard in a way that i'm just like there's something that's not totally in sync you know i'm like i'm like a uh my drivetrain is out of alignment or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, like something right? like, is just a something. little yeah. bit off.
3: So I'm happy to play it again. And this one worked a lot it's, better for me personally. Yeah, so yeah. many people reached out when I put it on Instagram that I was playing it and they were like, can't wait to hear your thoughts. I loved it, I loved it, I loved it. And I'm like, I think I think I might have. Right. I, I think I might was love the way it, it yeah. eventually. I think yeah. he was, like, was, he was like, like, it didn't really hit for me the first hard. two times I played it. But, okay, again, that's good to know. Yeah, we live in a world where if it doesn't hit right away, I'm going to have to get it back to the table yeah, with no, I agree. like the 3 of us yeah. or with Bill or Joe or Dave like play just with them. I don't know if I could we could fit it on a game night with a teach and a play. It's it's, it's going to be long, but for 4 um, people. Yeah, so Golem, Golem So that's Golem Golem. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Um all right, so I
0: have another one. Do you have something, Jeff? No. Okay, so me and Je- I just talked about this with Jeff a couple days ago where there's this thing where particularly with him I'll play a game and I'm instantly, for some reason, in my head, I'm like, Jeff wouldn't like that. Or <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. He weird. always
2: judges games. Like, <laughs> at the I end, always, he's like, I will Jeff like thing. this? Yes or I'm no? I'm
0: like, I don't know if Jeff liked that. Or I'm like, Jeff would like this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's like the bar. or It's weird. It's like I have a Jeff system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. It's weird. I, but it's always like I say it out loud like we're playing a game and I'm like Jeff would like this <laughs> it's like oh cool well, wow. we well maybe
2: part of it is like every game we play we talk to each other like every day so you're, you're gonna wanna tell him yeah. if you think you will right. like it but it <laughs> doesn't feel like
0: that. to me it feels like I am inside of the man which <laughs> I am sometimes <laughs> Ooh, and oh, wow. and I'm like oh I know for a fact this is yeah, right up I Jeff's ass I don't know why I say it though and there are times I'm like you know who'd hate this game she's like Jeff and I'm like Jeff damn yeah. it yeah oh, you're right uh,
3: it's Jeff somebody it's
0: Jeff <laughs> <laughs> what is Jeff <laughs> yeah anyway So uh, another game that kind of made me feel that way was the next one I'm going to talk about. So back in the day, probably sometime in 2013, Barnes & Noble had a sale going where board games they had didn't have, a, they didn't have a ton of board games in those days that didn't sell. Board games that didn't sell got marked down considerably. There was a thread on Board Game Geek that talked about this game Eclipse, which was historically a pretty damn expensive game, and uh, said that Barnes & Noble had red-stickered it, which meant that it was like 75% off or something crazy. So I called all oh. the Barnes & Nobles in the area and found one that had two copies left. Do you remember this, Jeff? Because I remember telling you about this when it yes. happened. They were, old, they were like 25 bucks a piece and they're normally like 100 bucks. Yeah. Wow. And so I jumped on it and bought them both. I was like super pumped about it. I was like, I could sell one, turn a little bit of a profit, and then keep the other. And I did just that. I sold one for a cool profit, kept the other, <laughs> and on the shelf in shrink it sat for a couple of years until it ultimately sold it in an auction again for a cool profit. <laughs> I didn't play it, as it's a big 4X game, and you need at least four players to get the feel, and the game is also extremely long, and at the time, it was much too long for the game night group, because at the time, I was playing games on the Monday yeah. night group that Jeff plays, and there's no way you're going to play something like Eclipse on that kind of a game night. Nope. And I wasn't ever going to play it two players, because how dumb, so I sold it. Well, I finally had the opportunity to play it over the weekend. Mick Dave Mick has a copy, and holy moly, Ravioli, let me tell you all about it. Okay. <laughs> Eclipse is, a like I said, a 4X game, which if you don't know, that is a Wait. game... Yes. Let's say, remember.
3: A few episodes ago, we had Natalie guess. Yeah, Natalie. What are the four X's? So let's oh, go back. Right. Four X's. They are. I remember, was they funny. don't start with the letter X. <laughs> She's like, "That was funny." I
2: did a lot of X words that yeah. were not it doesn't start with X. So remember that. X-ray. Right. Got this. It's, All right. uh,
0: Here you go. Yep. Seven wonders architects.
2: I thought that I would uh, know this better.
0: That's fine. It was a while ago. X. And then just <laughs> yeah, explore. explore. Yes, yeah, explore. That's that's. There's three X's left.
2: Um. Explore. Correct? Expand.
0: <laughs> yes, expand. Really? That's another one. Oh, I did
2: not think that was right. That's right.
0: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> explore. Expand. Examine. <laughs>
0: examine. Wrong. <laughs> examine Let the
1: me game. Check this out. Let's look at
0: this um, game. That's a hidden fifth X.
2: I do not remember.
0: Explore. Expand. Exploit. Ex- and
2: exploit. And what
0: well, There's bugs like in bugs the house. Like, Kill the like bugs. Like exterminate. Bug. Exterminate. Really, they're they're kind of 4E games, yeah, because <laughs> they're all E's, not X's. But think Twilight Imperium, or Space Empires 4X, or Civilization, or Clash of Cultures, games like this. Enormous games that take eight hours to get through. Eclipse is more Euro than most of these, and takes less time, and so is one I'm actually interested in playing, and so I played it, and let's get into it. In this game, you're vying for the most VPs. It's set in space, and you take on the role of either a Terran, which is like a human, or some sort of other alien species. I was the Tree People, for instance. Not sure what their name was, but my specialty was like exploring and spreading my seed across the, uh, uh. the galaxy, much like in real life. On your turn, <laughs> you will take one action, either exploring by putting out uh, a new hex or researching new technology tiles, which allows you to do all sorts of cool things, or upgrading your ships with new sweet tech or moving those ships across the tiles to claim dominance or building new ships to increase the size of your imposing fleet. The thing is, you can you can take a ton of actions, like 18 or something crazy if you want to. But I mean, out, Like on your turn? Yeah, you could take like 18... Act- okay, so like, in a round. No, it's my turn. In a round. Okay. Yeah, in a, you, you, so you play one. You okay, play an action, right. I play an action. But you could hypothetically just keep, keep going, going. going. Going, Yes. Going, going. yes. Oh, yeah. The thing is, um, every time you take one, it gets more expensive as you are revealing costs on your player board that you have to pay at the end of the round. And so if you ever go bankrupt, Ooh. you could potentially be out of the game entirely. Ooh. No. Like Dave was in Game, game of Thrones. Of Thrones. Oh. So there's a real tight... I'm sorry, toit economy going on. Each time you explore a new hex, you have the opportunity to claim it as yours by taking those same discs that you use to take actions and placing them on the hexes. So simply exploring also increases the amount of stuff you need to pay at the round's end. You also get to potentially place population cubes on those hexes, which are the way you earn that money back. And so you desperately need to take more actions and explore more space. Got to spend that money to make money, basically. So you're doing all this exploring and increasing your economy but you also need to expand outward and you can only do that in the faces of your opponents who maybe don't want you to take their hex which is where the ships come into play maybe they have a hex tile that has a juicy three population cube spot that you want to increase your money or your science track which allows you to buy new technology and so you have half a mind to waltz in and take it Well, they may build some ships to defend, and if there are ever ships of opposing forces on the same tile at the end of a round, a battle happens, which consists of rolling dice per ship in order of initiative until either someone retreats or all of one side is destroyed. Players involved in the battle then get victory points, uh, whether they won or lost, with the winning player getting to choose usually more of them, and then the winning player can potentially take control of that hex. So you just go round and round, taking actions to explore, exploit, expand, and exterminate until the end of the ninth round, at which time you total up victory points and see who won. Yeah, nine rounds. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So things I liked. This game was epic. Everything was enormous. The tiles were huge. The player boards were huge. The box is huge. The game just felt huge. It took hours and hours to play, but it really moved quickly. You can only do one action per turn, like I said, and the actions are pretty quick. The longest decision time happens when deciding like which technology to buy. Or do I have the money to spend on another action? I really should probably bolster my forces on this tile because Patty could just come in here and take it from me if I'm not careful, which would really devastate me. Party, (laughs) thank you. But then when I put forces out there, Party may see that as a potential act of aggression on the neighboring tile and decide to put forces in hers, which I feel is aggressive. And now there's this tension between us for no reason, and that's awesome. I don't have enough money to do what I want, damn it. I need to explore, but that would potentially be two discs gone, one to take the action and another to put out onto the hex tile, and I'm only making 10 bucks, but this will cost me 17, and I only currently have five so i'd be in the hole two and if i don't have another way to make those two bucks i'd be fucked and how do i make it all work you can also make alliances between players uh christy wouldn't like that and basically give them a population cube that they just place on their player board along with a tile of your faction on it which helps your economy a bit but also gives you a victory point at the end of the game if you don't break that alliance the alliance is broken as soon as you place ships onto any tile they control and if you break the alliance, you get a traitor token, which is worth negative two points at the end, but only if you're the last person in the game who broke allegiance. It's a really cool way to game the players at the table and create this meta situation that's just really fun and tense and has another layer of thought onto the mechanisms of the game. You're not just playing the game, you also have to worry about Brant betraying me because he likes the science cube on my tile that he didn't originally need when we made the alliance, but you've all heard him complaining that he can't afford the tech tile he needs, and the cube that allows him to get it is right next door to him on my tile and could be easily snatched away for the price of two victory points and a real-life enemy. So things (laughs) I didn't like. There's no getting around a couple issues I have with the game. It's long. It's too long. This isn't a game that's going to hit the table likely ever for me, other than a situation like this past weekend where we all specifically got together just to play How
2: long it. did it take you?
0: Um, three and a half, four hours,
3: okay. I think. That's what I've heard. That seems, yeah. that seems on par with a lot of things I've. And I'm sure, I don't know
0: how to shorten it.
3: But this is honestly. this. That's the game. The game is this epic thing. It's mm-hmm. meant to be. I don't want to like way. compare yeah. it to Twilight Imperium, but like. It, it's yeah. an event it's the it, event right like that's all you're right? gonna
2: play it's that like
0: it. i said about uh, yeah. um wonderland's war when it was over we weren't like oh my god finally it was just like oh man that was like four hours holy shit you know what i mean yeah um so anyway if it was like two thir- 2013 again and i only had 100 games in my collection maybe it would have a chance but there's so many other games i haven't even played yet that this will just probably not see the light of day and natalie doesn't like yeah, combat say, it's it does not, not super sound great like with two I'd so damn it in because I really want that second edition. There's also a considerable considerable amount of randomness. The tiles come out in a random order, can completely screw you over if you draw tiles three times in a row that don't give you what you need or even allow you to place an influence disc out there. The combat's all random dice rolls, so you can have the armor plating and shields like crazy, upgrading your ships all over the course of the game only to have your opponent roll a six, which you can't defend against, which is an auto hit, or you roll in with five dice each time and roll nothing but ones and twos, And you just can't for the life of you get anything going. Shit like that can suck. However, it also feels great when you're rolling in with one little fighter and it rolls a six and manages to take down a dreadnought fighter. So those moments are also in there due to the randomness. But in a game of this length, it can feel terrible if you're feeling horribly unlucky. Also, the tech tiles come out randomly as well. So you may not see the technology for the upgraded engines that you desperately need ever to come out or at least not until the end of the game. And that can just feel bad. The cost is also something to consider. This game is very expensive. I'm not sure if you can get your hands on the first edition anymore, but it is still really fantastic quality if you can. But the second edition retails for like 180 bucks or something crazy like that. It's ridiculous. And it makes sense if this is one of the games you own, but like if this is one of if you if you own like 5 games and this is one of them spend the fucking money cuz you're going to play it and it's going to be amazing yeah. but personally in this day and age the cost to play ratio is not high enough for me to recommend unless you're specifically again looking for a great 4X space opera style game overall i loved it though I truly did love it. In a world with limitless time, I would gladly add this to my collection and play it over and over again. In reality, where I unfortunately live, this just won't see the light of day enough to justify a purchase, but I really did love it and would recommend it to everyone who loves Twilight Imperium or any other 4X game, and this one really shines and is worthy of all its high praise and adoration. It's still like number 60 of all time or something like that. The second edition might even be up higher. It, 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 It reached as high as like number four. Or even more at one point, wow. it was like one of the best games because it's BGG tends to skew towards Euro games, and this is kind of like a, a 4x, but it's got kind of
3: like Euro mechanism. It's got
0: yeah. kind of like that dynamic player board a little mm-hmm. bit, which is pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it's a fall. I don't say it falls into category, but the Gloomhaven thing of like here's this Ameritrash game, but this hand management of cards feels like a Euro game.
0: Yeah, so it has a little mm. bit of right, similar to that. So it's gonna I kind pull both. So in. I played this, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't think Jeff would like this. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't think he would. But then I was like, you know what, though, he might. Because it's got a lot of mechanisms in it that you would enjoy. I think the randomness would piss you off because you'd watch me draw three tiles in a row that are fucking perfect, and yeah. then it'd be your turn, and you'd be like, okay, it's my turn, and you draw a tile, and you can't it's do anything like with shit. it, and your turn's over because you can you can draw a tile that you can't do anything with. You can always like put it out and do nothing, and then other people can come take it, or you can just discard it, and then end your turn.
3: And that yeah. can it, it can feel bad. It can yeah. just feel like oh, Ryan I just did this great stuff, and I did nothing. Because the game is just this grandiose experience that that I would have had fun with. Yeah, I, you would. Yeah.
0: The group would have but, made it great yeah. for you. We playing with we played it with uh, uh, Mick, Dave, Mick, and Mister Measles, and uh, Party, and this other friend of theirs, Brand. And it was a it was a great time. We were all really into it, and it was really cool. So I also played Foundations of Rome over the weekend Whoa. yes i'm only gonna give big a few box, very box. basic thoughts on this because i don't feel like i can give it a proper review because i just played the vanilla basic version and i would probably have more bad than good things to say about it based solely on that there was just not enough game there personally to justify paying over a hundred dollars for it because that's how much you're gonna pay the production values like, are like unparalleled
3: older, not just 99 like yeah it's like is it as big I as thought it like- was
2: like 200 or something well, that's if
3: you want like the the oh, super like deluxe version. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it as big as a Calyx? It
0: might be cube? bigger. Are you serious? So I, I, went, big, over my, I went over to my I went over to my buddy Brian's house, and he doesn't have Calyx cubes. He doesn't have Calyx shelves. He's got other shelves. So if it fits in one, it bear it, it. It like takes up the entire thing. It's like the loot crate. Yeah, the you know for yeah. too many bones. Um. So it might. It doesn't look like it. Looking at it on the table, this thing was enormous, <laughs> and it's gorgeous the production values like i said there it feels amazing just to touch this thing and it's really well done but there just isn't that much game there in the in the in the intro in the the vanilla basic game which is what we played Mm -hmm. here's the here's how you place buildings onto a board that score based on what's next to them that is literally the that's it that one sentence you now know what the game is about that's it it's very light it's very simple And I was a little underwhelmed after all the love it's been getting. Because everybody's talking about this game. And like, oh my god, it's incredible. This game is so good. I expected to fall in love. And I was just kind of like, oh, that's it? This is The Great Foundations of Rome? It's the lightest little game with the heaviest, most expensive veneer. However, (laughs) however... After we played it, again, I was with my buddy Brian, who owns the game, and he told me about all these modules and expansion content there was to add in, and every single thing he told me about was basically a cure to every single issue I had with oh. the game. So the, the only thing I can say right now is if you have a chance to get the game, and I think it's like 120 bucks, or however much that is, for the retail version, pass, personally, I would pass so hard on this. As man would I just feel gypped. The box is impossibly enormous to store. Like I said, even, if it that even
2: versions. Yeah,
0: really the box big. is the same size. Even if, like I said, if it even fits in one, it would take up the entire Calyx Cube just for that game. And I honestly don't know if it would fit there. And there's no freaking way that I'm putting that much space to a game that amounts itself to the weight of Scarabia. Really? However. Yeah, it's about that weight. Dang. However, if you have a chance to get the game with all the expansion content that it came with, which admittedly would cost you probably two fifty plus, I also don't know if I can recommend that because of the price. But I can say the game looks like it would have been a whole lot more awesome How come and you interesting. Didn't play
2: with any expansion.
0: He wanted to show me. He's like, I want you to uh, play the basic. He's like, let's just let's just play it and see what you think. So instead of
3: buying it, reach out to Brian. And yeah, if you'd like to go over to Brian's house.
0: Yeah. He would play it with me. He's been, he said that's his most played game of the year. Yeah. So yeah. So we could have. If we didn't you have like other games to play, we were like hanging out. He would have played it. it. I, I guarantee he would have played it right back yeah. to back. Like well, let's next play time it again. we all
3: hang out, I like, like I want to play with Brian, but I want him to add all the crap in. Yeah. Got, all the crap.
0: I I told him after we were done, he explained it to me. I was like, I don't know why you wouldn't play with all of that every, every time, time. Yeah. because the game without it is not. It's nothing. Yeah. It's just. Here's here's the game, okay? You do one of three things on your turn. Either you put you buy a lot card. So think like um, think like Lords of Vegas, where yep. you know Lords Vegas, you just get a lot card and yeah. you put a token on the board. Yeah. In this one, you purchase a lot card. There's a there's a, a bunch of cards in a line, and you purchase them, and then you put a token on a lot card. You either do that, or on the tokens you have on the board, you replace those with a building, or you collect money. That's it. That's the entire fucking game. And all that happens is. The buildings just score points based on what buildings are placed next to them. Okay, it's that. It's it's yeah. nothing. So
2: Basically, like the game, what you think of the game with expansion is TBD because the yes. vanilla TPD. is because nah, the stuff he told passed. me that
0: you add in, I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds like it would just completely up because right now the game is just nothing but tactics. I well, like tactics. No, I did like the game. Yeah, I'm not trying to say like this. How game long did sucked.
2: it take you to play just that version? Half
0: hour. Do you Maybe think adding
2: the expansions will add time? Sure,
0: but... um, good. good. Yeah, right. but, but I think you want to, you know? It's, it, so, basic... Okay, so you have a big deck of cards. You shuffle them all together, and these cards are the lots. And the, sure. so the board is a grid, A1, A2, A3, A4, all the way to, like, A9, and then it goes to, like, H, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. And then you shuffle all these cards, you evenly divide them in three stacks, and then you play it in rounds. You... Basically, there's like a line of cards from those stacks. They have all those lot numbers and you can buy them wherever the position they are, mm-hmm. which is fucking random. And it kind of sucks. And so I kept saying, I'm like, well, this is annoying. I have these two lots here. I'm never going to get this. When's this other one going to come out so I can build something on it that's worth okay. a damn, yeah. you know? And so I was like, I wish you could fucking trade like in Lords of Vegas yeah, or or you could sprawl like in Lords of Vegas, which, you know, Lords of Vegas handles that so much better. Mm-hmm. And Brian's like, oh, there's an expansion where you can trade. And I'm like, oh, we should throw that in because that would be so
1: great. Yeah. Because
0: I want that lot that you got, which is doing nothing for you. And you want this lot that I got maybe so we can fucking trade, mm-hmm. you know? And there's like there's like, player powers that you get at the beginning of the game in one of these modules. There's a module that instead of the deck of cards just being those lots, there's also these events that can come out. And you can. it goes in that same line so you can buy those cards mm-hmm. and they do something sweet for you. Yeah. And so none of it is like changing the whole game. It just feels to me like you're playing a, like we played the the intro to board gaming, right? Version.
2: Yeah, Foundations of Rome.
0: Foundations of Rome, oh, baby's first foundations Babies of Rome. First, right, we yeah. played the the gateway version that you buy at Target, it's like
2: a decent game.
0: Yeah, it's like you oh. buy the game at Target, but you got to pay two hundred bucks for it, and you just played this little
3: nothing game. Now throw all the shit in. Now it's a game. Yeah, yeah.
2: You the, know, the I still designer, don't think it's worth two fifty.
3: Emerson Matsuchi, right? Emerson Matsucci, and good he, designer. He's very good at making. Like very simplistic rules, very simplistic games, but also having like a level of depth that that will bring a gamer into the game. Like the Century Spice Roads game, I think about that's probably is probably his biggest, I would most well known yeah. probably yeah. And those Century games are simple, like play card. Yeah, they're like Splendor. Weight. It's like a Splendor weight, but you add in the little card play, and you're like, okay, now this changes, this elevates the game a little bit. Yeah. So it and seems there like hopefully stuff with stuff the,
0: in there, even in the basic game, like there is. It got more competitive as it went on. At the, yeah. the first two rounds, I was kind of like, "This is kind of boring, honestly." Yeah. Like, I'm just like, "Okay." So it I'll, ramped up I'll a little up... bit. Yeah, in 2%. the last round, well, because you can upgrade buildings on the board. So, like, if I if I have a, a one a size one building, and then next to it I have a size two building, I can replace both of those with a size three. And a size three mm-hmm. building two might give one is three, right? Or I can even, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. That might that size three building might now get me a lot more points, or it might play off of a building that you know Brian or Heather has placed out earlier that Mm -hmm. is going to get me something different. And so, that got more as the board got more full, the game got a lot more interesting because you had there was more direction with which to place stuff, but still, getting the lots was. Random.
1: Yeah,
0: it just if it happened to come out that the spot you needed, it still could get stolen by the other player, and it just felt like almost like what? Why? Mm -hmm. Like why can't I just? No, I don't like. I didn't like that. But so all the expansion stuff that he talked about sounded. It sounded sweet because the game, the core game, was fun. It wasn't like I hated it. It wasn't. It it wasn't even like it was bad.
2: That is not worth the price. You're just going to play that, right? I
0: was just like this little vanilla game. You would not. I would never in a million years pay a hundred dollars for this. The production, though, you're so you're getting what you pay for in terms of production quality, and it sounds like at least it's coming. It's coming closer to a good value. With the expansion content, but you don't get the expansion content in the base game, so you can't pay 120 bucks at the game store and get expansion stuff. You only get that. So, like, there's like there was like two pledge levels on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. The the base game pledge level was 100 bucks, but it didn't come with all the expansion
2: content. So you're yeah, you have to pay
0: the 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 step up one now to get the step up content retail. Like I I I I could be wrong. Maybe they packaged it differently when it hit retail, but Brian, I think, paid closer to 250 bucks to get everything. Mm-hmm. And so he's got everything. So if he wants to amp it up, he can. It doesn't matter for him because he loves the fucking game. He loves yeah, it no matter what. So it's worth it he's only him, played yeah. it um, the vanilla way so far. Oh, really? He, that's all. Except, oh, he's got to throw that in there. He's yeah. He has yeah, not played he and he's still like And it he still more. loves it. Yeah. So for him, it doesn't. the price doesn't matter. It's worth it. But I cannot in good conscience recommend this to our listeners as a game that is like, uh, I mean, it's just the cost to replay ratio or something. I'm not sure yeah. what it is. It's just, yeah. you wouldn't it pay like a $200 for to see if it's Scarabia. Worth it,
2: if it's worth for it for instance. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'd like it. I, I, I liked it. I think I would like it much more with all the expansion stuff thrown in to make it, to make, now there's decisions to make yeah. instead of just like, well, I guess I'll build a building over this lot that I mm-hmm. randomly lucked into. Yeah. You know, um, so that was Foundations of Rome. And I think that's all the games. We got we talked about a lot of games yeah. today. Yeah. That's all the games we talked about now. So I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and The Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They are all amazing people who produce fantastic content. It's very exciting due also in large part to the merch store there. Yes, we've got a merch store, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store there you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members whatever kind of content you're looking for the gateway will have it if you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to, and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to Patreon.com forward slash The Gamecasters to help out. The GameCasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough GameCasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash GameCasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server why don't you step dum, inside? Dum, Come on, it's dum, warm dum, in there. Dum, you think you found dum, some dum, grass, dum, but nope, it's pubic dum, hair. Dum, dum, you wonder why dum, there's so dum, dum, much dum, underwear. You've stepped inside of Natalie's dum. Nook.
2: Hey, everybody. On today's hey. Natalie's hey. Nook, I'm going <laughs> to talk a little bit about Nerdfest because, as you may have heard, we have some news. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you already know about the annual gaming weekend that Ryan started with his friends in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. This is a gaming weekend. Long that's ago.
3: those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Video games were played almost exclusively.
2: All
3: of the entire, like I didn't sleep, and we just no showering. It's
2: when <laughs> you were <laughs> young, <laughs> those
3: were the days. No obligations. Yeah, no showering. Life no was kids.
2: easy.
3: <laughs> life was easy.
0: George or er, Josh got destroyed by George know. Washington.
3: Yeah, we didn't even know that life was so easy. No, nope. yep. but now we know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, those were the fucking days.
2: You don't know the what does this, this say <laughs> from the office? You don't know you're in the good old days. He's like. Until they're already gone or whatever. Yeah, like, like
0: why that. is it that... I don't know. Keep going. Okay. Something
2: like that. Uh, this is a gaming weekend that's held at a friend's house each January, and we try to pack in as many games as we can, and it's been Ryan's dream to turn NerdFest from a fun weekend with friends to a mini convention held at a hall. Well, this year, his dream is becoming reality! Combo! This week, I want to share with you all about our NerdFest plans and hopes that you'll consider joining us. First things first, we booked a local VFW hall in Wixom, Michigan. So we have room to accommodate as many people as we can. This hall is great. It has a nice big parking lot. They are letting us come and go as we please between the hours of 9 a.m. and 2 a.m. We can bring food and beverages, but if you choose not to, we'll be selling some beverages and some snacks. The hall has tons of windows and the layout's really cool. There's like a big open wooden floor area in the center of the room. And then like all around the perimeter are just rows of tables and chairs that are like perfect for gaming something i'm weirdly excited about is that there are like men and women's bathrooms with stalls in it you <laughs> know it's like it feels like, like a legit bathroom. place you know yeah. it's not like oh here's this one bathroom for everyone to share kind of thing yeah i think it fits around like 200 people that's that what they right? said
0: but it looks bigger to me yeah i think they have tables and enough tables and chairs to, for 200 see, yeah but 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 they even said they're like if, it, i mean we're not gonna need more than that no but they're like if you need <laughs> more than that you can bring whatever you want yeah like they, um, the lady the lady was like it was like she was our aunt the way she was talking to me, she was like, yeah, so I'll give you the keys. Or, I don't know, come around, come Thursday. Or, like, she's basically on, like, I yeah. don't want
2: to get up that early. I saw I was yeah, giving you give the keys. Like, and we're like, you don't even know us. Yeah, you don't know us like, at all. But she seemed to like, I don't Burn know, trust down. us yeah. instantly. <laughs> it was cool. Um, there's even like a fireplace, which is great because it'll be in the middle of our Michigan winter um we're on the top floor of the building and the bottom floor has a bar where you can order alcoholic drinks
3: let's just heat up sweaty nerds with a fireplace boom (laughs) i know boom yes um there's even like a kitchen you know (laughs) a fridge and all that stuff there and
2: (laughs) it's gonna be i think it's gonna be really cool i think it's gonna be a really good spot um we are inviting anyone and everyone who wants to join to attend and attendance will be free of charge. We do have a GoFundMe page set up that you can get from our Instagram bio or Discord, yep. right? Yep. Um this is purely donations to help us pay for the hall and other costs since it's all coming out of our own pocket. Um
0: but it's not I want to say it's, it's not stress. It's necessary. not necessary to you, yeah, don't y- feel like you have to you have to contribute to attend. It's free yeah of it's course free. there's just if you wanted to support somehow the gofundme is there yes. in in the instagram bio
2: um we decided that kids are welcome we probably have some kids games set up you know we want it to be like a family like you want we don't want you not being able to bring your kids to stop you from coming to this yeah
0: it's primarily an adult themed event i like to say um you know we there, there's language that Takes place between <laughs> our group, and we like to keep that kind of going. Yeah, we
2: can get a little rowdy, but, but we'll probably just... have
0: a couple tables set up. I would say for for some games with kids. The place is big enough that mm-hmm. it's not going to feel like 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 when we're You're like, like, like as awesome other. and big as Dave's basement is. If there's a bunch of kids down there, it would ruin no. it. It would, get it would cramped ruin real it. quick. Yeah, 100%. it's like not even yeah. Yeah. close because right. totally. you know you can fit a few tables down there, but if kids were there, you no, know, it would just ruin this space. Is way big enough that. You could you can
2: have an area where you can you have, can have, have like a little area in the corner where there's family you're not games gonna, and everything else can be yeah. adult
0: and you're not going to be totally. like, oh, I can't say fuck. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's not going to be like that. I'll say so. it. Yeah, you'll say yeah. it. Anyway. Yeah, Joel yeah. um, Joe. Joe will say it. He, he will. Right, yeah. <laughs> he'll say it with his kids at the table.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, we already have a couple local board game designers attending. Matt Riddle and Ben Pinchback, who designed games uh, like Three Sisters and Fleet, and we also have David McGregor, designer of Dinosaur World and Dinosaur Island and right what about, what about
0: Brian James? Yeah, uh, designer of the Samurai. Brian oh, yeah. oh, hey. James, of course.
2: He's one My of the God. hosts. <laughs> um, our own Mick Dave Mick has offered to run a couple one-off D&D sessions. And we'll possibly have cool. someone oh, coming. He's gonna, he's he's gonna love, love that. that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm speaking for him. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's gonna <laughs> love it.
3: And we
2: possibly will have someone coming in to teach an intro to mini painting class. So we'll confirm if that's happening or that not. that's would also be really cool? Um,
3: <laughs> I like to paint this blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dunk.
2: <Boop>. Yeah. Easy. We <laughs> did it. We plan on having some nerd fest and gamecasters merch to sell. If anyone's interested, we normally get like nerd fest t-shirts made each year, designed by our good friend Ben Derek, and they're always amazing they i are. still they're like wear so every yeah. single one of mine on and a regular like, basis every time he's
0: them. like i don't know this year if they're gonna be it's good like, and better, it's always better. the best we've ever I know. done we're yeah.
2: like this is so cool so you know if you want one of those we'll have those available um if we plan on having various tournaments and events that are to be determined so we'll probably keep you updated you know as things get confirmed um there are plenty of local hotels and airbnbs for you to stay we'll be sending information on those soon but you can also feel free to contact me if you're trying to make some plans, and I'll be happy to help you with any travel plans or places to stay, well, that's super nice. recommendations, wow. things like that. Um, I want to do
3: that. You could be like a little travel agent. Yeah, you be yeah, a travel agent. I'll be your little travel, travel agent, agent. for NerdFist. <laughs> I'm going to ask you.
2: We have a few other <laughs> ideas in the works, and we'll share those as they're confirmed. And we're extremely excited to be putting this on for you all. We hope that you can join us for a fun-filled weekend full of games, laughs, mini-painting, and making new friends. Did you say
0: the dates? I say nude dates. friends nude all right so Yeah, naked friends yeah. are. at yeah. Mid- we'll fireplace yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> it's
2: the it's the weekend of Martin Luther King Jr. Day i don't know it's basically it's, okay. MLK, it's mlk weekend, weekend. <laughs> mlk weekend <laughs> i was weekend like how do i figure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think Junior it's, Mint. it's january Junior. 13th 14th 15th right. of 2023
3: yep. Yep. correct yeah so monday would be martin luther king day the weekend before you have plenty of time
2: to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, figure
0: out how to get here. You have time to do that. Uh, and Natalie and mentioned want you here. The tournaments that, that we're going to be taking place, and one of them that we do at Nerdfest every year is, the, is our Tumblin' Dice tournament. That is definitely going to make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always a lot of fun. I'm not sure how we'll do that. Hopefully like Bill can bring his this time. I know. We need some more boards. If you have Tumblin' Dice, bring it along with you. <laughs> um, Jeff's going to have a big undertaking this year because he started this tradition last year at Nerdfest that was really odd. It was like the, it was the, the darling thing of um, <laughs> <laughs> of the Nerd Fest last year, where he had these trophies that he would print out for people just doing random things that Jeff found funny, that he would you know so print out there and trophy. give them to. Him. So I you can't might get a, get a trophy. Yeah, he's not going to be able to talk to everybody, but you know you might get a trophy if he does it because that, that's some really cool stuff. So yeah. I'm personally looking forward to it. Also, the Oakland County Gamers are going to be in the downstairs. There's like an upstairs and a downstairs. We have the upstairs; they're in the downstairs one, and I guess they're just a meetup group. I think it's just a meetup group from for the county that we live in, Oakland Mm -hmm. County, and they're going to be there. But more, but what's just on Saturday on on Saturday, but also on Saturday. I don't know if I told you this, Jeff. The Boy Scouts, uh, the local Boy Scouts, they uh, every second Saturday of the month, which is Nerd Fest, will fall on one of those Saturdays. They come and they sell hot dogs. Yeah, and stuff really so and the, they, they're they gonna open that up to us so if we want on saturday we can like order hot dogs from the boy scouts and <laughs> eat hot dogs in there you are welcome to bring your own food and drink in as natalie said but we are gonna have some stuff to sell we're gonna sell some pop and and yeah, other just stuff like that In case
2: you don't or yeah but or you whatever can,
0: you know it, it's really you say there was a there's a bar there? there's, a full, there's bar. Like a full bar there's a like full a full bar like a bartender
2: downstairs you can like buy something at the bar i think
0: she mentioned Saturday for sure that will happen. Yeah. If there's if there's interest on Friday, so if we get attendance numbers come January and we think that there's going to be enough people on Friday to yeah, necessitate the bar, somebody, right? They're not going right. to staff somebody if we for don't sure. think there's going to and and people at Nerd Fest typically, I mean, uh, this it's is not like a big drinking crowd. It's not a huge, drink. not a huge right. drinking yeah. crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like people might we have drink. a beer
2: here and there, but it's not like yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, how so, can you
2: play a lot of games if you're drunk <laughs> right
0: but 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 that having that available is cool. So you think yeah so it's cool natalie mentioned the up so we're on the upstairs and there's a lot of windows it's interesting usually when you're in like a convention hall or like a center in like yeah, a hotel there's, no there's like index. no windows except light this yeah. is all natural lighting which oh, is really yeah, cool really when we nice. went and checked the place out the lights weren't even turned on you know, it was just all the natural light coming so in. By eight the windows, or nine o'clock, it was dark. It'll be dark. It'll be dark. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. there's, there's actually yeah. no lights. <laughs> there's no lights. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. you like, use your phone. There's, like <laughs> there's a disco
2: ball in the middle. Of the room.
0: <laughs> no, it is cool because they have like a PA system. <laughs> well, because they do. have done, we done can, weddings. Yeah, like, they do weddings. Yeah, do yeah, weddings, weddings and there. stuff. there's, there's but weddings. But so it's there. cool. They have microphones and stuff, so we can if we do any events that we do, the three of us might do or a fifty-fifty raffler, anything that you know that we do, we can use microphones and stuff like that. So it seems like it's going to be. I'm so excited for it because again, this is everything I've ever wanted to do with nerd. Fest. over the years i i've joked about it for like the, a decade like yeah. God, wouldn't it be funny if we got a hall and we did this like a convention and you know it was just kind of like a passing thing and every year i'm like i really do want to do that like that would be yeah. so cool i think to it's do. gonna
2: be really fun and i think it's still gonna be like really chill and it's just you know you come play games do whatever you want and Come and go as you please. Yeah,
0: just a player's convention that yeah. anybody's able to. Uh, I feel just, like you could probably to just, you. you can come even to this. if there's
2: no class or you don't take a class. Like just you come could play just, games or hang out with us. Well, you could probably even just like bring some minis to paint, just chill. I like, I, I
3: will be painting no minis, so you could just come <laughs> play games. You can come play games. And if you want. And, and one of it like if you are thinking about games, like there's not going to be this massive library, right? Like right. all of us are going to bring some games. We're so bring so bring if, games. You, if you yeah. decide to come and you want to play games, bring some games with you mm-hmm. that you want like you can have your own table and you can set something oh, up yeah, and say, hey, definitely. come play, yeah, play Ark Nova with me. Come play mm-hmm. Gingopolis with me. Come play Terraforming Mars. right? Come yeah. play these games with me. So bring your games, right? Because it's not going to be... Unlike convention halls that have libraries, don't expect you to walk in and have 300 games this for you to first year. From. Yeah, we're um, basically
0: in the basement, except we're moving it to a different venue. So right, we don't have to have a little bit
3: more I bring, people. Yeah. I usually bring 20 games. Right. Ryan usually brings 20 games, and then a few other you know, people bring we rotate some them names, out, and some yeah. other people bring some games. So yeah, anticipate that. So bring something you might want to play or just kind of come ready to play what other people have have brought and set up.
0: Right maybe we'll do those signs like they do at some conventions where it's like player needed or teacher needed or you know what i mean where it's like yeah. like, mm-hmm. like if you come with a game you really want to get played sit down at the table with your game and then put a couple signs up on your table that just say
3: like players needed and then yeah. people can come over and i'm going to bring three sisters and dinosaur island and yeah. right for, yeah. The, for them to sign hell yeah that would be hell so cool yeah, we'll will. get motor city
0: so i then. talked to matt matt riddle about it and i was like motor city might be he's like, yes, I think they'll probably be ready about that time. So I would love to show and play that game with people. So if you want to come play games, hang out with Matt Riddle, Ben Pinchback and David McGregor, Um, they'll be there, you know, so that's going to be really cool. There's some other local designers that may also show up. I'm going to be talking to some FLGSs, some uh, potential game publishers in the area to see if maybe they could come out and we'll, you know, we'll see how, how far this goes. But as of right now, we have a big space that can pretty much hold anybody. So if you've ever been interested in NerdFest Fest, uh, after hearing us talk about it, this is the year for you to show up. And depending on the attendance we get, that will dictate what happens in the future. Yeah. So
3: yeah. <laughs> if it's just hopefully, now, it's not embarrassing. The twenty embarrassing. of us are usually in a basement, <laughs> yeah. in a hall. In a hall. Then we're,
2: we're not just doing that again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not yeah, gonna we're gonna going to do that anymore. The then we spend too, <laughs> yeah, much, yeah, so money. Spend <laughs> too much money. <laughs> yeah, this sounds, is, so
3: this is
0: more of an experiment. than than anything so if we end up back in a basement then
3: we're in a basement
0: then you're not coming next year yeah you're not invited so (laughs) we can only blame yourself so thank you (laughs) exactly yeah i am personally super 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 excited and so the next six months basically before this is just going to be me figuring out ways to get you to come here yep my first thing was like how about i make it free then you can do it. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, you
3: just have to pay for however yeah, just, you get here. Just pay. Just pay to get here. Yeah. Pay to stay there. Zero and... to seventy dollars. Three to seventy dollars.
1: Um,
3: yeah, however you want to get here.
1: For today's
0: game of the episode, oh boy, we are going big and doing oh. the game we play when there's not enough time to prepare a <laughs> game to play. Uh-oh. Hell yeah! So that's right. In this game. Natalie or Jeff, we haven't decided yet. We'll have three minutes to get Jeff or Natalie haven't decided yet. To guess the thirty <laughs> games I've prepared. We don't know, we have gotten yet. Oh, yeah. So close <laughs> so many times, we're but never achieved
3: glory. Is today the day? No. You don't can, think I, so? can I probably not, but let's see. To who, be
2: the guesser. You would be think, the guesser. I think the last That's our time best you chance, were right? the giver. I think so too. And
3: I received your givings. <laughs> So this time I'm the <laughs> giver and you're the receiver. I think <laughs> okay. I think this is our best chance.
0: I think I, uh, of, of of this. I okay. Think, hopefully. All right. So I'm going to pull
3: this list up here and give Let, this. We need to like Jeff. a pep talk or something. Like we need to like we can you do it. We can do it. Can do it. Because I I feel focus, like the focus. last few times I was like we can do it. We can do it. And then we didn't. And now I'm I'm back in I'm back in a rut of yeah. like. Or maybe not, like, like we just have it.
2: that have to have the expectation like it's not gonna happen and, and then, then we we'll will get surprised. Well,
0: the last time you guys. You had like out, out you were great. hot. You had like then I froze. five. You had like that five that or ten games left, and you still had a minute on the
3: clock. And I was like, yeah. Oh my god! And I then froze. it just it just broke. Ryan out. Yeah, like said a something, like and I was, was like, uh, uh, uh.
2: Yeah, I think Ryan
3: said a minute left, and you like like oh I know. No. My brain for like just like shut down. And,
2: oh.
0: So <laughs> can you, put Jeff? Do you mind pulling up a uh, a timer yes. on your phone, and then you can look at this so list here to give to Natalie.
3: Part of getting a timer. Natalie,
0: ready. hopefully, we'll get these games. timer time for 30 <laughs> minutes. 30 minutes, that's fine.
2: 30 minutes. <laughs> we get have about to the Plenty start. Plenty of time.
0: Button. Okay, on your marks. Are you ready, Jeff? Okay, <gasps> okay. I'm going to take one. All, All
3: right. right, you can do it. We should, we should the bind it. Put your the hand in the middle. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay, on your marks. Get set. Go. Okay, giant game that Ryan just played with a humongous Foundations box of Brian. Rome. Um, game with the you're building a zoo it's like amazing Ark Nova the game you just played that has two pronunciations that we just talked about on the show Gollum yep <laughs> uh, the game where you uh, are are fighting back against the colonizers Ryan didn't really like it when we started it but it's gotten better and better every play that I've played it
2: the colonizers
3: you're, you're like on this place that's surrounded by water
2: um, okay
3: your favorite game of all time Istanbul nope the other one Castle of Burgundy okay. <laughs> uh, the bird game Wingspan the game you reach in a bag and you pull out your workers and you place them onto the board. Um, we like it too. You like the Orleans? cooperative? Yep. This is a game where you're fighting C- Cthulhu and Ryan like dim the lights and you have um, all this like it's very thematic and yep. candlely and your phone turned off. Oh and shit! I Sorry, man. The- what? I'll, I'll pause it. Cthulhu. I'm pausing. I'm pausing. Yeah, you're fighting against like the Death monsters. May die? All right, I'm pausing. There you
2: go. Okay. Oh, Mansions of Madness. Yeah, Mansions of Madness. Okay. It still didn't
3: come up. It didn't. Okay.
2: It's fine. Pa- it's fine. Oh, right. okay,
3: oh, we got pause time. <laughs> just yeah, just do the um. Oh, yeah,
0: yes. You guys doing pretty good so far. I'm
2: say Just
3: like make Don't sure you move. Don't say that that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, this is uh, a game where you're. You, there's a planet, and it's a red planet.
2: Uh, Mars on Mars.
3: Yep. Uh, this <laughs> Mars, is on Mars This gigantic game that's that's over there.
2: That's uh, <laughs> yep. uh This is the Allison blank. Wonderland board. Yep. Yep. Wonderland board.
3: Yep. Uh, the cooperative trick-taking game that we all really. The like. crew. Yep. This is a game where you're managing, uh, not a motel, but you're doing something else.
2: A uh, Grand Austria Hotel. Yep.
3: <laughs> this is my favorite Feld game with the Ron Trajan. Kala. Yep. This is where you're. This is the city scene where you're trying to solve crimes, and it's Chrono- this gigantic map. And it it's where's Waldo? Oh,
2: uh, letters of Whitechapel.
3: Nope. Letters from Whitechapel. It's where's Waldo? Where's Waldo.
2: Oh, micro macro. Yep.
3: This is the legacy game with the Polyomino thing that you haven't started that I'm almost done with.
2: Uh, my city.
3: Yep. Space game by uh the suchi
2: suchi oh under no space like in uh, space your favorite theme terraforming mars no, i don't the know space
3: suchi. game you space? really like it All right, pass this is oh, the one with no. the blue Planet board unknown? Nope, blue board where you're sliding this thing under knocking the ball back and forth the ball back and holy forth holy shit it's a blue board with a magnet and you're sliding the thing oh, around oh class oh we
2: moved on okay this is the one where you're trying to find uh really, you're trying really to really find wrong. the
3: monster deduction game uh cryptid your favorite role of flipping right game you're both David You jerk it off every time we talk about this game. Hadrian's Wall. Yep. Uh, this is Ryan's fuzzy box he has over there.
2: <laughs> fuzzy box?
3: Fuzzy oh, box. Kukong. Yep. Yes. This means uh, something like... We, uh, pass. I want to go <laughs> okay. Ryan has a million of these boxes in your painting. Marvel your United. <laughs> okay. Um, this is the Lucky Duck game that is cool and it integrates the app and you... Destiny's? Destiny's. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Okay. This is a dice placement game. You roll dice. You put the dice on these different, like, people, and they give you the resources. That is um, tough.
2: Coimbra? No.
3: Put yeah, dice on going. the people. I'll pass. Um, i you give
2: you resources.
3: This is one of my, one of, uh, one of a very good game where you're picking tiles from a grid and placing them on your city, um, and you're using this number arrow, and it's pointing at a oh, one. You um, take the one. On city. No. It's city. older than that. <laughs> no. It's a Days of Wonder game. It's older than that. I know. Close.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. It. I know.
3: Quadropolis. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: you did really good, actually. You only missed. There five. were some hard ones in there. Pulsar. Or maybe. Come on, Natalie. Pulsar. Damn Pulsar. it! How you got no Pulsar. You got I should have known that. Spirit I know. I known that. Yeah, Spirit Island. Oh, Spirit
2: Island. I don't know, oh, I I don't really know anything um, about
3: that. The last ones: Amerigo, Ganges, Chess, and Lords of Vegas were the last. And couple. then you missed. Yeah, did you give her the one? Yeah, Pulsar. Oh, Pulsar. I can't I know, believe I didn't get that.
2: Yeah. Sukiyaki, yes, baby.
3: Six. That was
0: really oh, good. You did was really, good well. There were some hard
3: ones in there that I don't know how many games. Like, I know you know all those games, but they weren't like
0: that's always yeah. the toughest
3: part when I make these. Is I'm like, there has to be games that
0: you could both of you could get, right? There's like so many games that are left off because there's no way you would either know how to guess Natalie or give them the clues, yeah. So, you know, yeah, so- Kingsburg was that
3: one. Would you have ever gotten to Kingsburg? I don't know how that, else to oh, describe it. That was one of her favorite games. Back in the day, okay, yeah, that was she loved that so much. I know that. Do you remember Kingsburg now? Yeah,
2: I okay. re- I know, Kingsburg, but yeah, it's like I didn't even put
3: the dice on the people, right? The people were the only, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they gotta give them to the people. <laughs> <laughs> they the people. Yeah. We're one day that's gonna happen, one
2: you know, day, and maybe, it'll be, maybe, maybe day. it'll be nope. episode
0: 100, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we get close. we got to get close. You guys got you only missed, let's see, we one or something, yeah, you got like, yeah, we're four.
2: always like pretty close, but not quite
0: for the top five of the episode. Jeff came up with this idea to do top five games with unique mechanisms, and I thought this was a really, really cool idea for a list. So since it was Jeff's list, we're gonna go me, Natalie, and end with Jeff. Ooh <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All right, I always feel like ending since with this
2: is Jeff's. P- he goes last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He gets, the be nice. the, he
0: gets to have the final yeah, say. The it's kind of how I okay. feel about it. All right. So for me, uh, my number five now. When I made this list, it was hard for me to come up with, like, there were some mechanisms I found, and there was a couple instances of games that had the mechanisms. Yeah. So I'm kind of that's
2: sometimes okay. going like, like, this and this. And this. this. That's, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I'm doing it, it okay.
0: okay? So number five for me is Rahas of the Ganges slash Ark Nova, mm-hmm. and it's the two point tracks going in opposite directions to end the game. Yeah. That's genius. How? Why don't more games do that? I know. It's- that is such a cool way to end, a, to, to stop a game. Yep, it creates a race element. It creates tension. It creates um, uh, balance, self balance. You can't just go hard on one. Usually, you have to do them both to try to get them to meet there. Yeah, and it's just a—I
3: don't know—I really like it. I think it's a really, really interesting, and it's very, very unique because not that many games do this. That was on my list, and I—I w- I would have said Ganji's because it was it did it like before. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like the first Right, one. but now they so I, yeah yeah so that that's a great. A great one.
2: I didn't put that because I figured you would.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cool mechanism. All right, Natalie, what's your number five?
2: Um, Hopefully, I did this right. So, my number five is um Chronicles of Crime. Okay. okay. Because I don't think there's any other board game that has the thing where you look inside the binoculars into like. How could you do this, this wrong? Room. That was perfect. And that's, then that's totally. You're also, that's, like, not the right. next scanning. four, we don't know. But that, yeah. that yeah. one?
3: <laughs> you nailed it. that one. Worked. And then
2: you're like the scanning stuff. Yeah, you know, to pop up and that is a great, one.
0: good one. That is a very unique thing. Yeah, that man, w- the first time we were at the com- what com- we were at GenCon, oh, we were like, yeah. We were, like, was we're just like, like, we want to buy this right now. Yeah, we're, we're like, like, we, like, we don't have any production. I don't care. Right. Give me that one. Cause they, oh, oh my god, putting the glass, on am like oh, I'm in the crime scene. Yeah. Oh my you're, god. Yeah, you're in the, the crime scene, and ever. then
2: everywhere you look, it's like you're. I wish. Inside. I
0: wish that you did that more all, more times. Yeah. You per do it play. about two, like about three times. Yeah. You I, I like into I want to do that all the time. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so cool. Just right. Live in
3: virtual reality. Yeah. Just live right. there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> second. Second life. Yeah. To escape <laughs> even further. Jeff, what is your number five? My number five is a game I already talked about and played yesterday, Kalimala. Um, Kalimala has this very cool mechanism of. You take this action spot, and then when someone else takes that exact same action spot, it not only activates that person that did it, but then discs underneath, Mm. your markers underneath. So what I love about that is you're playing all the time. So I take my action, and then if Ryan takes his action and puts that disc on top of my disc, I get to then go again. That's cool. And that keeps me in the game the whole time. I just think that's so cool. And then once the stack gets too high, that bottom disc kicks out and it starts a scoring phase. Oh. So that's how the, the game progresses. So that also then you could have three scoring phases in a row depending on where things are going. Sure. But that whole action selection, but also get to like play not on your turn, I just mm-hmm. love. Other games have done it since and have done it before, but that game comes to my mind and how well it works. That does Kalimala. sound very cool.
0: Kalemala. That sounds awesome. Number four for me is a unique mechanism for randomization and it's. The games here are Amerigo, Shogun, and Wallenstein, and it's that cube tower. Yeah, cube tower. The cube tower is such a cool way, especially in Shogun, where, and and, in Amerigo as well, where, it, it simulates, or it's, it's a random result, a chance result, I should say, but it's not just rolling dice. It's like you're dropping these cubes in and the cube tower has shelves on them. So yeah. like a dice tower has like slanted shelves where things just drop Jum, down and yeah, randomize up, that way. Yeah. But in this, there's a bunch of shelves that are like perpendicular to the, you know, the vertices of the, whatever. And so some <laughs> of the cubes, most of the cubes, when you put them in there, fall down, but some of them get stuck. And then once you place other cubes in there later, it jostles ones that are already stuck, freeze them up, and then they come out and it can yeah. create that. So that color result. or
3: something could come out later.
0: Yeah. Even when you don't even put even that when one you in, don't even put cool.
3: it in, which is like,
0: Oh man, that's cool. And it, Every instance of it I've played, I haven't played it. I have played Wallenstein, but it's basically the same as Shogun. I've played both Amerigo and Shogun, and I love that mechanism in both those games. And it's another one that I'm like, man, I'd love to see this more. It's just so fun when you're like, oh, I'm going to drop five cubes in here. What the hell is going to come out? You drop five red cubes in, one like, come out or none? Yeah, and why did three greens come out? And three greens well, came out. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess I'm taking that action yeah. now. Three times, which is very, very cool. So that's number four for me, the cube tower. Natalie, what's your number four?
2: Um... My number four is uh, I'm gonna go with, Saikatsu.
0: Oh. So Saikatsu
2: is a game that you all play on the same board, but the perspective the perspective is different. And so like
3: Ryan said, what you wanted to say. Sorry, I did it again, didn't I?
2: <laughs> um,
3: she, would so oh. I she would even
2: get <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like you're all playing on the same board, but like you score based on your perspective. Um where you're sitting and, and so that kind of just is an interesting way to score uh, yeah. It's oh no <laughs> photosynthesis an is another one that, <laughs> that uses that
0: one. the perspective. Was that an, was that on there? Uh oh. Did I just
3: ruin your list? Yeah. But that's
0: perspective again, just like Saikatsu. Sorry. It's yeah,
3: different. Oh. Cross
2: that one off. Man.
3: Cross that one off. Just say it again. Okay, there, I bucket. was going to say this before I said my number five. I have okay. so many on this list. I'm yeah. going to read <laughs> them all because this is, I came up with this. Episode. Yeah. I'm eventually going sure. to read them I don't have them all, very many. like, there is, so now this unique one category is cool <laughs> because I think of like unique or clever or just something that's like revolutionary that you kind of see maybe for the first time or something that does it better. Oh, you're so going like, to see my next one. Right now, there's there's games that do this well and have done it since. Uh, I'm going to say a game called Trajan is my number four. Um, the Mencala's oldest shit, we know that. That's like, was Stone sure. Age game. Yeah, But, but that being the focus of the entire game and how you do everything right. in the game in you're Trajan, right. that was revolutionary i think at that moment of like holy shit this is how i'm going to take the actions i'm not just going to say this is what i'm doing or play a card or pick something or put a worker on it yeah i need to manage this system of picking things up and dropping it around and yeah that's cool when i first played that game i was like what What this is awesome and other games like uh, crusaders have done it since Mm -hmm. and other and have have variations of that but that game does it so well that that's why i would put it under like that's the game I think about when I think about Ron or that Mancala sort of everybody does I think mechanism. Yeah, so that's totally. that's my number Bo,
0: That's a good one. Uh number 3 for me, um god do I say this? I think this is going to show up on Jeff's.
3: That's okay. I have a lot. Okay. Well then I'm going <laughs> to say this anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh number 3 is the system of card crafting and you find that in Custom Heroes and Mystic Veil. Vale. Yes. And again, nobody does that. But when that for we first, play, first played Custom Heroes, I was like this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yep. The only drawback is like, okay, you feel the cards that are thicker when you're shuffling them. Yeah. But man, is it cool to just be like, oh, shit, he just played three fours. I can't, oh, I can beat Ooh, that actually. Ah, <laughs> boom, when you drop it down. And it's like, gosh, that's so cool. Putting a card, you think, uh, creating a new card by sliding in a transparent card into a sleeve is genius
3: yeah, yeah. and mystic cool. veil does it great too and that's why that game will stay in my collection and i'll think about it all the time like, yeah I think about ooh, i want, no, I want to play what that do game. i do next because now, it's so that so, mechanism is so cool it's such a cool that mechanism was, that wasn't like it was in one of my choices to say but that was good <laughs> okay good
0: yeah so that's my number three natalie what is your number three
2: um my number three is Cutterland. And that's- good one awesome <laughs> you got it yeah, that's, that's one <laughs> where you you're basically cutting up literally literally cutting, up. cutting with scissors up cards to create whatever shape you just you know you want yep. to be able to play for the eye split
3: you yeah. choose that's playing. Cool. yeah you're literally i cut you choose literally yeah because right. that, that that idea of like i cut you choose is not new right but the way that they do it is mm-hmm. new and revolutionary and cool. right Yes. It was that was the entire
0: selling point. I'm like, you actually cut up the stuff?
3: And yeah. The game comes, comes with scissors. scissors. <laughs> Scissor
0: me timbers.
3: <laughs> Jeff, what is your number three? All right, I'm gonna say a number three. I don't know if it's gonna be on either of yours, but I'm gonna say Zolkin is number three. Very cool. The the idea of timing in that game and it, so the mechanism of placing a worker on a spot is old and everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. But this is you place a worker out there and then you have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait. You have to wait. And not, and it's like, how long do I wait? And when do I, when I pull the worker back, is when I get the thing. Right. And I, I don't have to pull them all back. I can pull one back, and mm-hmm. just that decision of of that combined with the timing mm-hmm. and waiting to get the exact perfect actions that you want to trigger all these things, or shit, I screwed up. I need to pull this worker back right now because I can't. That was, that again, when I played that, I was, it blew my mind. I was like, this is so different than anything I've played. Zolkin and the gears. Of That's
0: the, very cool. Yes. The um, it looks like a like a gimmick when you first see it. It's easy to think it's a gimmick. The gear system, right. like oh, okay, it's just you could have just made these tracks and they could have just contra- Yeah. But the way it works together is very yeah. cool. And the idea of either putting a worker down and you don't get the stuff till you pull it back is something I've only really seen before in something like the Manhattan Project, which does right. that. Uh, and so yeah, there's just not that many games that do
3: it. Yeah, there's some games that do it where you kind of, everybody, and hopefully I'm not taking anything, you like place a whole bunch of workers, everybody places, and then they activate like kind of in order. Yeah, like in order. But this is sort of you make that timing instead of the game making the timing for you.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Number two for me is a, um, was once described as a Ryan James ass game by (laughs) uh, Donkey Kong Madigan, and this game is Shobu. And the, the mechanism here is you move a stone on one board, and then you mirror, you make the exact same move on an adjacent board. So you're like making the same move twice. Only one is a passive move and one is an aggressive move. It's really yeah, it's interesting. Cool. And it's nothing I've ever seen before in, a, in, in any game really, but certainly like an abstract game. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very, when the, I first learned it, I'm like, that is very clever and unique. And I haven't seen it before and I haven't seen it since. And so it's the mirror movement or the yeah. and parallel
3: movement. Being unique and revolutionary in abstract games can be hard.
0: Yeah. And
3: that's, yeah.
0: that's a really yeah. good one. It, yeah, it's in, it's very interesting. So that's my number two, Shobu. Natalie, what was your number two? Shobu.
2: My number two is um, Nyctophobia.
3: Oh, yeah. And that's good one of those games. You have a good list. That's great. Great. I, not, I didn't think about a lot of these Yeah, those are awesome. It's one of
2: those games where I think everybody Close except eyes, one are <laughs> blindfolded yep. and you have to play eyes. by like Touch. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You. Yeah. You're using your finger pads. Finger pads. Touch the board because I believe the game was designed, but the designer designed the game to play with her blind husband or or something Uncle like that. Or yeah. Like somebody, yeah, somebody was in blind their in their family, and they wanted to play, be able to play a game with them, so they made the game about touch, and you're like, it's a, it's like a horror game. You're trying to escape away an axe killer? murderer yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that in one of the versions. So that's a great one, Natalie. Thanks. Uh, Jeff, right, what's your number... Are we at number, number two. two? Number yeah.
3: two is one of my favorite games I need to play really soon, Keyflower. Um, yeah. There is two things that I find unique, clever in this game. One is the bidding system. Uh, there are three colors of meeples, and you're bidding the colors on the meeples. So not only does the amount of meeples that you're bidding, um, but also... The color that you bid. So managing that system, I thought was very cool. And also playing, this was maybe the this happens in other games, but this was the first one that I played, where you can play your workers onto. So as yeah. you're bidding on tiles, you, you can, can also use the activate tile. them and use yeah. them. And you can also activate other people's tiles in their mm-hmm. city. And and you want to? Then they get that meeple. Mm-hmm. So you want to not only make your city the best for you, but you want to also entice other people to put their meeples on your city because then you get them. So now you're getting – so these meeples are just kind of like <laughs> But sometimes it screws you over because yeah. you're like, I don't want you to
0: go there because I want to yeah. go there for cheaper. And also,
3: <laughs> like, if Ryan puts a yellow worker on my spot, I have to use yellow to activate that. So it brought in this, this I think, a cool mechanism of the colors of the meeple as well as how many of something. And yeah. That management of that mechanism I think is so awesome.
0: Especially when power. it came out. I remember thinking to myself, like, that was one of the games where you were like, Okay, so I'm the yellow, you are the blue. Right. It's, like no, it's no, like, no, 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 no. Everybody's Nobody's everything. a color. We're all, yeah. all I remember that was tough to get my head around. four.
3: Is there four colors? Three colors, whatever. Well, but green yeah, is it's, one, but like, yeah, it's it's just, like, just draw.
0: draw it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very good choice. Number one for me is a game that uh, Jeff tried to get Natalie to guess a little bit ago, and it is oh. the Where's Waldo <laughs> of board gaming, yeah, and awesome. Micro Macro is my pick. For a uh, unique mechanism. I'm, I I I love Micro Macro. It is what I like about mechanisms that are unique, I like the simplicity of them. Yeah. You play Micro Macro and you're like, damn, nobody's done this before? Yeah. How? And like, man, you come up with a crime scene. The 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 map is a static map, but it's played that's, out but dynamic. over All time. The, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like it's so interesting how they do it. It's like a living map that's obviously not animated right? but gosh is it so fucking clever and i again i haven't seen anything like it before and i don't know i have seen anything like it since but i am excited for how other games could potentially use a subset of that mechanism in their games Mm -hmm. yeah i could see that kind of going somewhere and so that's my number one micromacco natalie what is your number one good one
2: so my number one is um
0: can't remember what is it now <laughs> what
2: are there uh, no, Mr. It's, it's, Mr. It's, it's like, okay so it's a mechanic that's kind of like in decorum and mental blocks where it's like a deduction game mm. but in a way where you have your own like thing that needs Rule. to be satisfied yeah. and everyone else has their own rules that need to be satisfied but they all have to work Together, because you don't win unless everybody is satisfied at the same time, yes. and you are like yeah. trying to figure out how to make That's that work. That's good. Like
3: none of none of those mechanisms are new, but when they're put together, it became yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's almost like you have to fulfill my own contract secretly while yep. we're doing it together, and also mm-hmm. being cooperative. Right. Right. Not trying to beat someone. I think the newest game.
0: version of that, are not, or not, the one right before decorum that was like that was picture is picture perfect like that.
3: Oh, I don't. I think oh, I, don't know yeah, I think picture the, perfect has that. Oh, mechanism. Okay. okay. Yeah, where is is that a competitive okay. one? Is that a competitive game? Maybe. Where you're trying to be the first to, you do know, I guess, I guess maybe I don't I... know,
0: but I think it's similar to that, where you have to like, you're all trying to make this one thing happen. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Thanks. All right, Jeff, would you, uh, would you come up with for number so, one?
3: First time I played this game for my number one, it was, it was the unique mechanism. Again, games have done it since, but I think in the moment it was clever, it was revolutionary. Um, Le Granja with the mm. multi-use cards mm. in that moment was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah. again, I'm trying to do... I did this whole list where I was like, in that moment, that was the the unique, clever mechanism right. that made this game stand out and, t- like, stand the test of time. But, like, people have done it. Cryo's done multi-use cards. Everybody does multi-use cards now. But when I feel like Legrand ha came out, that was, that was so awesome and done so well. Good. Yeah. Um, so multi-use cards... Legron, huh? multi-use cards is a great mechanism. Mm. Every yeah. time I see multi-use cards, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. let's do it!" And again, maybe it's you're not retro. unique anymore. So maybe I took the list slightly. And I think there was definitely
0: games that had multi-use cards before Legron, huh? Yeah. But I agree that 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 was the draw of that game, yeah. and it did it
3: very well. it revolutionized well. the way that you can do multi-use cards. Yeah. It's not just like here's a top and a bottom. Here's yeah. Like, and then you're Put also it in layering part of your board. board. Put it in, in that your, part of your board. Yeah. I, mean, I have a whole bunch of honorable mentions. Let's hear it, you guys. Let's
0: hear it. Well, mine were said. Mine were said by you guys. Natalie do you have any honorable mentions photosynthesis
2: yeah <laughs> photosynthesis and um really like a possession I thought
3: I had obsession on my Good. list yeah. too the idea of taking like your workers managing your workers and your events and mm-hmm. having them that,
0: that is definitely one like, an example of a game where I've never played anything like
3: that right. before agreed I have underwater cities um yeah combining card play and action. worker again those things are not New, but combining them and having it this is. color system yeah. is new. Um, Nidavalier with this bidding system and having your leftover coins matter and your leftover bidding tokens matter to then buy something um, different to mm-hmm. buy your next set. Hmm. Uh, I love that. Uh, Betrayal and Battlestar having this midway traitor thing, yeah, I think is a unique, cool yeah. kind yeah, of thing. You just playing, cool. you could just be playing Battlestar, and then all of a sudden you're a bad, you're guy. a bad guy now, right in the <laughs> middle, no, like oh, and you didn't I'm even know. Or you could start as a bad which, guy, which is exactly
0: the show. Yeah, yeah. the show. There's tons of characters that all of a sudden they are like, Cylons. wait, I'm and a. Some Cylon? people
3: start as the as the bad guy, and you're playing this thing as a bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, and then all of a sudden halfway through the game, you could be like, that person might be a bad guy now. Yeah. And like yes, and now we're on the same yeah. the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, flip ships, just flicking shit. Yeah, yeah. that's a good like, one. How yeah. cool is that? I had one of Ryan's favorite games, Terra Mystica, with this uh, with the thing of meaningful passing, yeah. where you're passing and you get something when yep. you pass instead of just being like, well, now yeah, I see now it. I, yeah. Because you pass, you get that better token. You can get pick the token that you have or the, the action that you get the next round or the resources. Fuck yeah, and that so thing that's really matters. Cool. Um, any exit and unlock, I think when that came out, kind of revolutionized. That thing yeah, I'm kinda of surprised that too. none of the three of us mentioned this. I know. I kind of yeah. it was like on there. I yeah, um, Agizia and Takaido, the idea of moving as far, as, as, you far want, as you want, but you can't be able to go back. Pictures, I think, is something what the hell I don't yeah, even, that's I know. Yeah, that's know If thought, I could tell you the I mechanism of, of that game, but yeah, it's like yeah, build, build shit. building shit with random shit. Yeah. Or Leon <laughs> having not really knowing what workers you're gonna pull out of the bag and then having to place them there. Chimera yep. station with just building an actual worker to have different powers. I'm just gonna keep going. Mystic Veil. Vale. Concordia. Concordia being that hand management card play, that I think kind of was very cool in the time in Mm. 2010, whatever the hell that came out. Palaces of Carrara, one of your favorite. That resource rondelle is awesome. It is sweet. And I don't know if I've seen it in many other games other than that. Nobody does that. Um, Yeah, why? There's like a a a similar thing in Glass Road where it kind of moves and tells you how much. But Even another mechanism there is where,
0: and you don't see this that often, where you choose when to score yes and then the game yeah, ends based on based on that so it's not like you're like okay it's the third it's round ten, we're all gonna ten, score yeah, rounds. you're no, just kind of like oh shit jeff's got enough tiles he's gonna score that and that's gonna end the game yeah and like, now oh he boy. wins by 300 points <laughs> <laughs> having the first time we yeah it did, did.
3: <laughs> it totally did um time stories if you remember time stories you're kind of going back in time and you do the same stuff over and over um any sherlock holmes thing where you just have this book of no one's done that well since yeah. in, th- in God, that I way, love, right? The other I games loved are our great. I plays
0: of Sherlock Holmes.
3: Um, Navigador, I think, did the Rondell very, very early, and it's and it's Matt Garris, gay. the designer of Navigador,
0: has done, that's like all he does Yeah, and it's, and it's cool. Yeah,
3: uh, And then I had Puerto Rico with the kind of uh, I choose a card and people and then sort I of follow along with that. That's been replicated a lot, but in the moment was pretty revolutionary. Yep, Race for the Galaxy, similar Unique. to San Juan. I had other Mystic Veil was on my list, Ganges. Qua is a good one too. Wow, with where the you're dice. buying, yeah, yeah you're buying so cool. dice from anybody. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the um, dexterity games have like some cool things, like yeah. even that Mega City Oceania, if you remember that, where you're oh, very unique, sliding that, very unique.
0: In. That's a weird design. That's like a design someone thought of one day, and they were like, "What if we made it?
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, what
0: if we do? Okay, okay, let's make yeah. it. Yeah, let's just, break a bunch of yeah, break some yeah, just break some see. glass What's and that, then shards.
2: Like, Kabuto Sumo. Kabuto
0: Sumo. Yeah, yeah, where you're like pushing stuff off. Yeah, like push a monster. Had similar mechanisms Yeah, so that's that. all
3: my stuff that I felt... That's all my list of themes are. I felt like in the moment I played a game and I was like, I've never seen something like this. It's been replicated. All the stuff's been replicated since, but for good reason, right? Because sure. right. it worked and it's an awesome mechanism. Let's so. talk about one
0: from designer Matt Cousineau, Kyperium, where oh. you are putting cards onto your tableau and your opponent... It gives you a worker placement spot for your opponent. And you know right. that when you're placing it. So you're placing this card that's like, okay, Ooh. this is going to be really good for me.
3: But fuck But Natalie, they'll get to do it first. Yeah, yeah now Natalie, now
0: Natalie can go here and get like this comp- stuff, component. which I can see she needs. So do I really want to play that? But it's so good for me. What do I do? Yeah. And that, that was... You're right. That's a good cool, one. What a cool, unique decision point that yeah, was.
3: That's cool. I'm glad and that's you a, said that. There is... In, in so many worker placement... I don't remember the first one I played where you're... You're building the new worker placement spots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the moment, you know, I think of Lords of Waterdeep off the top of my head of like, here's all your basic crap that you start with, but as the game goes on, you're going to be adding these these things to it. Again, replicated a whole bunch of times, but in the moment was like, damn, this is cool. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah. Revolutionary. Yep. So. Yep. Very cool. Or game, or even
0: in the expansion to Lords of Waterdeep, where it's like, oh man, I get the bad thing. But the bad thing gives me the good thing. me way more. Cool. So do I want to yeah. take more of those bad things? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, yeah. you don't see stuff like that all the time. And it's just really, really, really cool. Yeah, so, so I went crazy with
3: this list. That's a good a list. No,
0: it's a, yeah, good, it's a good, good list. It's a really good list. I enjoyed it a lot. I was surprised you said Cutterland because that was on my list. I was yeah. like, oh, man. I didn't even think of Cutterland. I'm that my that was
2: like the first one I thought of. That's a
0: cool mechanism. It's yeah. really cool. How many games do you actually slice the game up? That's not a destructible game that you get rid of.
2: Right, right. or like a legacy Like Cutterland, you just play,
0: it's got like that huge stack of paper. you just play over and over again. And you can even. And then when they're all cut up, it, the game's like, use the, use yeah, the just cut, pick the shuffle pieces them up, and pick of, them yeah.
3: yeah, Which is yeah. probably what the game in, at first was like, let's just have a bunch of pieces, yep. and you pick them, and they're like, no, let's cut them. What if you cut yeah,
1: them well, any let's cut way them up. you so want
3: cool. to? Cut them up! <laughs> <laughs> cut it yeah, awesome.
0: All right, that was a very, very fantastic. I, I really enjoyed that list, so yeah, thanks, for the, thanks for the idea there. That's a good one. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the GameCastersPodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to Patreon.com forward slash TheGameCasters. There's also a merch. Store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, mad board gamer gateway gear. So head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to the GameCasters. Good night, everybody. Wait, what was messed up?
2: I mean, like the microphones were unplugged and all.
0: Yeah, it'd be good to hear you for sure. Um, okay, Natalie, give me a
3: suck oh, yeah, my dick, suck my dick, suck my dick, or something lesson. like that, anything like that.
2: Suck my dick, suck my dick, suck my dick.
3: Okay, Gross. that's good. What about you, Jeff? Gross. Suck Natalie's dick. Suck Natalie's dick. <laughs> suck Natalie's
1: dick. <laughs>